Hello, everyone. Heath Solo here from Around the Couch, brought to you by the DVR Podcasting Network. I'm here with Axel, Brett, and Ando. And before we start our pod this week, we just kind of at the top of the pod wanted to talk about the Damar Hamlin uh, situation because uh, we love football and it's a lot of fun and we get into it. And we felt that talking about it at the top, uh, just, you know, giving our views and touching on this topic. And then we get kind of get into our pod uh, to break it up. So as you know, DeMar Hamlin, uh, defensive back for the Buffalo Bills, uh, played Monday night against the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, made a tackle, uh, got up, and then just collapsed. Uh, and they had to bring in, um, you know, an ambulance. They, you know, worked on him. Your CPR and it really, um, you could tell by the emotions of the players and the announcers that it was more serious than what we're used to a torn ACL or, I mean, bad stuff, but this was just someone we had talked about concussions with Tua and a bunch of players early in the year. And it's always been in the back of our minds, like, Hey, I hope I don't see someone die on the field. This is such a violent sport. And we almost had that. He's been since at us uh, at a, the hospital in Cincinnati. And for the latest things that I heard is that he's really made significant improvement. Uh, and it's just kind of, kind of like shattered the sports world. I mean, it's just something you don't want to see. He's a human being and you know, it's a violent sport, but you never want to see someone, anyone, uh, something like that happened to them. And it just was kind of like, it shook us some. So what I wanted to do um, is just kind of go around. Uh, we could start with you, Axel, and then we can and oh, then Brett, and then just kind of like, just kind of some of your thoughts and anything you want to share with our listeners. Um, Cause I know Axel, one thing that was, I didn't even think of because I don't have kids, but you were like, you, you know, you didn't want Lachlan to see that. And you were asking when it happened and that, like that's when it kind of really hit me. Like, oh my God, if I had a son, would I would I want him to see that? Or what if it happened if we were watching a game live? So I just maybe, you know, some thoughts on that if you want to share that at all. Sure, um, yeah. Yeah. So although I mean that's what happened. We were behind on the DVR and I was texting and actually a hustler texted me and he's like, No spoilers, but someone seriously injured on the field and the game is stopped and it might not continue. And, um, then Andy filled me in when it happened and I watched it first and then I, I let Lachlan watch it. And the reason why is because my overall feeling is this, this is not concussions. This is not pills. This is not bad field that causes ACLs or MCL. You know, this is a completely random freak accident that could happen during any game and i think i think we'll probably later find out that the guy has had a pre-existing condition with his heart um and it actually the reason why as soon as it happened i knew exactly what happened is because it happened in oregon to some kid it was a high school game and he just got hit his heart was beating a certain way bam that was it um so i think frankly how I feel is I think the NFL handled it great. I think their emergency response thing worked. They got his heart beating. They stopped the game. Did they want to continue? Yeah. But you know what? This is the NFL. These guys are like, they know this can happen, right? 
this they're they're not this is a high impact sport there's a hundred percent injury rate in the NFL so they weren't sure what to do but they allowed the coaches to figure it out and they called the game so I mean I think all in all the situation came out in the best possible way it could have because he got great care and they didn't continue the game the players weren't ready to I'm disappointed that now it looks like they're not going to continue the game at all. I don't know how they really could. There's a lot of, we'll talk about that, whether they add another week to the playoffs or blah, or use the buy or whatever, but that's my feelings on it. I, it was, it, it was to, sh- I showed Lachlan cause he's been really getting into football this year. And, um, I just wanted him to know that this sport is super dangerous. And, you know, one thing my dad said to me when I was a kid and we would go to games, he'd be like, Billy, if you went out there, if you, in your best condition, (laughs) like even when I was 17, 18, whatever, you'd be dead within three hits. Like this is a different kind of sport. And the men that play this game are a different breed. Uh, The way that pain is such a part of their life. So I just think it was a wake up and it makes you appreciate what they do. And I mean, I'm going to keep on watching football. I know that it's violent. I know that it's uh, aggressive. That's not how I live my life, but I enjoy the sport. And I think it's a certain type of person lives to do this. Look at Tom Brady. He won't fucking leave. So that's how I feel. Great, great. I mean, great words, Axel. It's you, you summed it up really good. It was great to hear your view on it, especially, you know, being a father and, oh, I mean, you're all fathers. I'm just a priest, but, um, I'm not, a, but you know, was, <laughs> I don't know solo. if that's a bad joke. I don't know if that's a bad joke or not, but <laughs> well, and, oh, I often uh, do what, say <laughs> body of solo at night, but that's different. <laughs> <laughs> and the Holy solo. After. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> body of solo. Speaking of the body of solo and, oh, uh, <laughs> What are some of your uh, thoughts on the, what um, happened? I mean, I, I'm, it was, a, it, normally when I see injuries, I mean, I watch a lot of sports and not just football. And this one, for some reason, this one hit me really hard. And it, it, I think part of it was because it didn't seem, I saw was watching the game live and it didn't seem like it was a big, it seemed like it was just a play that like somebody got the wind knocked out of them or something. And all of a sudden you see, the ambulance going, you see Stefan Diggs just bawling his eyes out. Like you could tell by the way the players are reacting that something, this was different and something serious had happened. I mean, it was, I, my son's a little bit older or a little bit younger than Axel's and he has started getting football a little bit too. And he actually knew the bills were playing that night, but he had, luckily him, he was already in bed and I did not show him yet, but I did tell him that a guy really got hurt bad and he's in the hospital and the Bills are his second favorite team behind the Vikings. So he was he was very concerned, but he doesn't understand. He's too young to understand exactly what's going on yet. But I mean, the I I also have to echo what Axel says. The way they handled it was I, the NFL is getting some flack for well they they didn't they took too long to do it and took too long to do it. I remember probably the the thing that, that this really reminds me of, and um, Bill Simmons touched on it on the beginning of one of his podcasts this week. Um, a lot, this got brought up probably 20 years ago now. I used to be a big, me and my roommates used to be big WWE fans. And there was a pay-per-view where one of the wrestlers, Owen Hart, died doing a like an entrance yeah, stunt coming into the ring and died. 
it was off camera because they were running a highlights reel or something at the time. But I, I mean, it's one of those sporting events I'm watching and you never forget it because the announcers came back and you could tell that something was serious. They're like, this isn't, a, this isn't part of the show. Owen hurt is seriously hurt. And then the, and the few minutes later, they say he, he died and they continued on with the show and finished the show. And it was like Vince McMahon, and all those people later on have said it was one of our biggest regrets, not canceling it and not doing it. And I mean, I get it because there's tons of money involved and, I mean, kudos to the NFL for actually doing the right thing and canceling it, realizing it is still a game and lives are bigger than a game. I, I mean, I also want to – I have been extremely hard on the announcers this this season, a lot of the media people this season, and I thought the, the ESPN team was yeah. really fantastic yeah. in the coverage. I mean, I even wrote all the names down because some of these people, it might be the last time I ever compliment them. I mean, Scott Van Pelt was great, of course. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were good. Lisa Salter was really good. Susie Culber, Ryan Clark. And a couple of guys I never thought I would compliment Adam Schefter and even Booger McFarland were all just fantastic. Uh, yeah. And that's, they, I mean, they, they weren't trying to conjure stuff up. They were basically, especially the former players, McFarland and Clark were and Aikman were really like talking about what it's like to be in that situation and what, cause I mean, Aikman's had some serious injuries. They've all had, I mean, especially Troy with the concussions and all oh, that yeah, stuff. A lot I, of concussions. Yeah. It's, I, I've always been one of those people that argues that you don't have to have a former player in the announce booth, but in this case, it was absolutely the right thing to do. And having those guys there in that perspective, just help me process watching it. I didn't think it was going to, or like I said, injuries don't normally affect me, but it really kind of, it stunned me. I was just, it was just so, so raw and, I, either way, I'm glad that he's on this road to recovery. Supposedly, he is conscious again now. I, I just heard here an hour or two ago and talking and asked if the Bills won. And the doctor, I guess, said, you want it. You want all right. You want it life. So, I mean, it sounds mm-hmm. like it, things are getting better. So I'm I'm happy for that. I guess that's really – I don't have a whole lot more to add to that. But it's it was it, – it really – I don't know. It affected me in ways I was not expecting. So hopefully it's the last time we see a major injury like this. But I know yeah. I'm, I know it won't be. Well, well said, Ando. And, and and I don't know if you guys remember, Brett, I don't know if you remember, but you remember, um, I mean, I watched it live. I was when Hank Gathers collapsed on the court, uh, Loyola oh, Mel- yes, Mary Loyola, a basketball tournament, mm-hmm. and he ended up dying. He had a heart, I think a hole in his heart or some sort of heart condition. But uh, that that was the first time I really seen anything like that. And that shook me to the core. I mean, I think I was like 14 or 15. Uh, but Brett, I mean, uh, you know, you have little ones as well. And, but just you, in your perspective, I mean, we're all big football fans. You're, you know, you're a huge football fan. And it, it's like, you, you know, you, you, we had such a great weekend and a great day aside from the LSU Purdue game, but it was just a great day. And then we were looking, we were looking forward to this Monday night matchup and, you know, and this happens and it was just like, whoa, what are some of your thoughts, buddy? Well, I actually have not seen it. Um, I usually don't watch Monday night game from the beginning on time because that's right around when I'm putting my son to sleep. And when I got out to the couch and my phone and I saw the text chain and I'm like, what's going on? I kind of made an intentional effort not to look at it um, just because it would be too distressing for me. Um based on what I read. I mean, I read what happened. Um, I do want to mention that there's a condition that uh, cardiologists suspect what happened was there. there's a condition called commodio cordis, which I may not be pronouncing that correctly, but it's an extremely rare 
thing. It's fewer than 20 incidents a year in the U.S., but it can happen when you receive a blunt force to the perfect point of your chest at the perfect time as as in like within the beat, like a millisecond before or after, or like, you know, a millimeter to the left or to the right. And he probably would have been fine, but it's just one of those one in a million or one in a billion chances, or <clears throat> I should say odds are like, well, fewer than 20 uh, incidents a year. And most of those are juveniles because, um, once you are fully grown adult, your rib cage is typically strong enough to even withstand that. So, and it's, it's an extremely fluke thing that may not be the actual reason, but um, if it is, it's just, it could, it could ha- have happened. To, he could have a perfectly healthy heart and it's just one of those freak accidents. So it's just an example of something that could happen to anyone potentially um and just an example of how fragile life is so that's kind of how it hit me it's just it was a little too distressing for me to want to go back and watch it and the man is seems to be on his way to recovery but there's still a long road to go and it just something that just happened in a split second like that it's just you know I don't know, just um, like I say, the fragility of life, uh, it just really puts things in perspective. Yeah. And, and w- well said, Brett. I mean, um, I just, yeah, it's just one of those things is a sport we love so much. And it's vital. like, I don't like, I don't watch football for the big hits. No. Like you see a hit, I'm more like, because I mean, I played football in high school. So, I mean, I didn't play in the NFL or, or college, um, and which, which it just gets people get stronger and faster, but having some sort of experience, at least in high school and, um, you know, and, and I got in a really bad accident and I couldn't play football anymore in high school. And that, like, I just, you know, a lot of it was the camaraderie, I missed the camaraderie, the competition, uh, and, and, and you're, you, you know, cause you're, you're, you're a unit, like, and you just, you, you band together. I mean, I mean, I remember when I first started playing football my freshman year, you know, I went to a new school. I moved, we moved back to Rhode Island, went to Tollgate High School and I, I played football and that's, you know, how I made friends. And it was just such a great experience and I'm moving on to varsity and everything with my guys, you know, it just, it, it, it's just, so it's like, I mean, it's a brother out there with you. Uh, and, and, and just to see that happen. Uh, someone you're close with, or even just, you know, you could see the fraternity of former players, current players. It's just, and and like you said, Ando, the emotion, like Booger McFarland didn't even want to talk. He was so upset, but it was real, you know, and these guys were real. And Ryan Clark has become one of my favorites, to be honest. Uh, and, and just like to see him, and, you know, and it was tough because it was like when Susie Cole was trying to do talk to Schefter and Booger, it was just like, ah, do we need to keep them on the air? Cause it felt uncomfortable because, mm-hmm. you know, they, you don't know what to say, what to do because, you know, so all in all, I, you know, our prayers go out to the Hamlin family and, and this kid is going to recover. And uh, there's a lot of love and a lot of positive thoughts out there for you. Uh, 
I mean, the GoFundMe page alone raised over $4 million. I mean, just amazing when people come together. Like we always, there's so many problems and people have their differences, but it was so nice to see. And, and honestly, and then Axel, I'll let you put a bow on this if you want. Um, Orando, it's just, it, you know, it, 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 the people who were saying, oh, the NFL took too long to call. You know what? They, they had to, they let the players decide. Then they made the decision. I believe that's how it went. They wanted to just get him off the field because they were trying to see if he was going to be okay. You know, and that, that, that's happened in the past where, oh, he's fine. He's doing well. It was just for precaution. Then they resume again. They needed to collect themselves with what was going out there and then make a decision. They made it within, I mean, within an hour or whatever it was. So come, I mean, come on, I call it Twitter hate, but like, come on, relax. They, 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 you know, so anyway, Agreed, uh, if you so guys, if you agreed. All right. Uh, no, but I, I just wanted to make sure we touched upon this because we're going to have a fun pod. We're going to get excited and talk about our teams and the playoffs, but I'm glad we got this out now because I, you know, talking to you guys, I feel so much better about it too, because it shook all of us. I mean, you know, and it's it just, uh, and, and, and I didn't want to see a tweet. If someone goes, oh, my fantasy championship screwed because of this game. You know, I'm sure people did. But I was just like, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear any of that crap. <laughs> so anyway, um, any, anything else anybody want to add before we get on to the fun stuff? No, I think we covered it well, Solo. Let's hear your headlines, baby. All right, let's do this. Let's now get some positives and we just get the pod and thank you all for letting us for listening and letting us get share our thoughts but you know what the chiefs don't cover again the g-man the g-man clinch cuckoo a chew ando should have been plowing snow and tb12 is back next on around the couch welcome back to around the couch an nfl podcast Brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. You can find out more about us at DVRPodcast.com. And all of our podcasts are now commercial free. So if you'd like to support the podcast and what we do, as well as our upcoming season of Mayor of Kingstown, which BTW, talk about plowing snow, Best our best goes out to Jeremy Renner, who got injured but seems like he's on the mend uh in a little snow plowing accident i shouldn't say little over the weekend um but, very serious uh, yeah uh he does he did a little he did a video though so that's a good thing yes. if you're well enough to be doing a video um but you can become a patron and support the podcast at patreon.com slash dvr so let's get into it let's get into our team talk Let's start out with a quick take from Solo about them Cowboys. <laughs> well, they beat the Titans last Thursday. It feels like it was eight weeks ago. I know. Uh, it was an awful game. Happy New Year, by it the was. way, everyone. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. Um, but, yeah, no, it was one of those games. It was, you know, they, the Cowboys played the Eagles on Saturday emotional game, crazy game, you know, Christmas Eve. Then they got to turn around, play on Thursday. Um, the Titans just didn't care because the game meant nothing to them. So nobody played. Joshua 
Dobbs got his first NFL start after being eight days with the team. Dak was fumbling and throwing interceptions in the first half. Then there was terrible penalties on the Titans. I mean, it was just one of those games at the end. The Titans were just running out the ball, running out the clock down 14 just because it was like, we got a championship game against Jacksonville next week. Um, it, it was one of those games. I, I, I felt this was going to be one of those games. Uh, I mean, the Cowboys could have lost, but they didn't. Um, I just, they didn't. I just wanted them not to be as hurt getting out. They couldn't really run the ball. They couldn't. It, I mean, they, they showed up in the second half and whatnot, but it's really, there's really not much to comment. The only thing I will say for some reason, and Ando, Ando's Vikings, my Cowboys, where, I mean, a lot of it's ESPN, of course, with the Cowboy hate and everyone hates the Vikings thinking they're the worst team ever. And they always like to do their negative that, well, they got beat 40 to three. That's why they're, of such a big negative point differential over and over. Sorry to bring it up, Ando, but it's become a thing. Uh, but, you know, you take away those 37 points. I mean, so anyway, but like they, they judge us, our teams by style points. And Ryan Clark actually came on and I thought he was going to rip the Cowboys. He's like, dude, they had an emotional win against the Eagles. This was a game that, you know, they just needed to go out there and just get the W and, and, and everyone gives them crap for, you know, for not, destroying the titans and it's just that's become annoying um so he he had there's a great piece on espn he kind of went for a couple minutes and just explained what what i've been saying all year and different things but i'm glad he kind of came to the defense because maybe the producers at espn are like man we should probably say something nice about the cowboys for once but uh anyway it was not much to talk about i'm not going to go through the game I'm glad we got the W and no one was seriously injured. Moving on. Uh, moving on. <laughs> all right. That's all I got, Axel. Well, I mean, yeah, that was for me. I just think the Cowboys are they're gearing up for the playoffs, man. That's what everything is about now. We're going to be talking about it the whole, whole podcast today. But the next game we're going to talk about has nothing to do with the playoffs. Brett. Your Falcons cuckoo cachooed yeah. their way to a win against the <laughs> the, the Goliaths, the yeah, Arizona Phoenix Falcons? Cardinals. Finally got a W. This yeah. game went very similar <laughs> to every other game, except this time they actually drove down the field and, and kicked a field goal as time expired to win by one over the 4-12 Arizona Cardinals. So they move up to 6-10. Still in last place in the NFC South. Desmond Ritter has started. Come and knock games. on my door. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> started three games. He in, in three games he has zero touchdowns and zero interceptions. That's that's actually kind of impressive in its own right. Um, he went 19 for 26, 169 yards. You know he looked he looked okay. I mean he looked. St- He's looked okay so far in three games. He looked maybe his best game uh, here against possibly the weakest opponent. Um, next week, we're playing the Tampa Bay Bucks, who have already clinched their seed and have virtually nothing to play for. So they're going to be resting a lot of starters. So it's basically going to be like a preseason game. Mm-hmm. So. You know, and Desmond Ritter did play in the preseason, so I'm not sure what we're really going to gain knowledge-wise from from 
this coming up week's game either. Um, but it is what it is. You know, we it would have been nice for him to have a larger sample size this season, as I've mentioned a few times, but, you know, it is what it is. So maybe we can go out and get Lamar Jackson or something. Who knows? Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, um, we'll table that talk for, for quick <laughs> takes, baby. That's right. You know, Brett, I saw quite a bit of this game. I, I found something here a week or so ago. I don't even know if you guys have checked this out, but on the NFL's YouTube channel, they do like a condensed really condensed game it's like 15 minutes per game and it basically is all the important plays all the third downs fourth downs controversial replays all that stuff so you kind of get a feel for the game and i watched the falcons one and i I thought ritter looked decent i mean he looked a lot better than what Mariota looked when i saw him earlier in the season so maybe there is something at at worst he's going to be a good backup i think i mean i don't know if he's got the goods to be a starter but I, i thought he looked at least serviceable I agree. And his per- completion percentage is improving. He seems to be more comfortable in the pocket, I feel. Um, and I think it's I, worth I think giving wasn't him a shot a, next year. Sorry, go ahead. Randy. I think was it, Didn't he have a touchdown to Patterson that was either called back or it was a penalty or something? I think he did have one that got wiped away from for some reason, if I, re- I think I recall seeing. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah Patterson. Um, I think it was a, a rather iffy uh, holding call that called that back. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I remember. I, I was watching it super late last night, so I couldn't remember the details. But I remember thinking, God, this Ritter doesn't look too bad, at least on the condensed game. So it's freaking dedication. Ando late night on a Wednesday night <laughs> watching Falcons, around the Cardinals condense. That's it's all about around the couch. Real quick about Ritter uh, coming knock on my door. Um, yeah, that's the thing is, you know, nowadays, you know, you get drafted to, so high. He didn't, but. Um, and we throw these quarterbacks in, Zach Wilson, all you know, and we're, they're expected to be studs right off the bat. And we've talked about it at length, how it used to be used to wait for three years, you know, and sit behind and, and work your way in. And it's like, you know, they, I hope teams realize that, you know what, some of these players are projects and they're going to need some work. And maybe this is a kid they can groom. They may need to go get a vet or someone better. But you know what? Give it time. Don't shut the door on him after four games on a lousy team. Sorry, Brett. I didn't mean to call you team lousy. That's a good point. And he's, you know, he's going to be under contract for three more years. So Mm -hmm. he'll be around. He'll have an opportunity to win that starting job next year. I just don't know who he's going to be competing against yet. Right. And with over 64 different quarterbacks starting this year, you're going to need – a, a decent crazy guy who knows your system who can maybe win a game or two for you. So, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm all, you know, I'm all about the positives guys. It's 2023. Yeah, God. Just about the positives. Well, you know what? Let's go. Let's talk about a positive game. The Vikings versus the, Oh, wait a second. <laughs> Sorry. Ando. The jets. No, the J- Oh no, I'm going to let Ando go be, do his mis pour his misery down on us <laughs> first because Aaron Rodgers. Rogers looks like he just woke up off of a mushroom trip and now he's just kicking ass. What did they win five in a row now? I think or six in a row. They're kicking ass and sorry about your. Yeah, Vikings. but did, did he did he really kick ass? I mean, fifteen for twenty four for a buck fifty and a touchdown. Yeah, that's true. Good point. This, this game Good was. Point. I mean, like it, it's not forty one three. This game was not. I mean, the score. Yes, it looks bad. But the Packers had a pick six on a tipped yeah, ball. They true. had a kick return for a touchdown. Greg Joseph, who's been fantastic, missed two field goals. You add all those things together, it's a much closer game. 
I mean, the the Vikings had, I mean, they was still a pathetic performance. Don't get me wrong, but like, uh, well, let me the more injury problems. That's I think the biggest concern for the Vikings here. Oh, they now have two, They have two of their five starting linemen are out. O'Neill is out now out for the year. Their tackle. Two of the backup linemen are also out. So unless Bradbury, who's been out the last month or so, comes back for the playoffs, the Vikes will be starting two third string linemen. That's that's trouble. I mean, if the Vikings can't field an offense, they're I mean their defense obviously can't do jack shit. So the uh, and the other thing with the defense, I mean, even though statistically it, it wasn't as bad as the normal ones, there was there was one drive. They just made some really idiotic mistakes. I mean. The the calls for uh, Ed Donatel's head, the defensive coordinator here, have gotten loud again. They had they had a drive where they had twelve men on the field on one play, and then a few plays later they had ten men on the field. They had Daniil Hunter lining up on Christian Watson, one of the best pass rushers in the league, on, out on coverage on one of the fastest players on the Packers. I mean, stuff like that. That's like what 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 are you guys thinking here? What is the defense? It's the the other thing that I guess really drives me nuts. And well. I, I do blame my parents because they went out to Lambeau to go to this game in person. <laughs> and they, they, they jinxed it completely. But my dad was saying that he was watching Jefferson pretty much on every play. And he said that it, it wasn't just what's his name, the defensive back that's been talking shit. He was basically double covered with safety help almost the entire game. Well, Adam Thielen could not get open at all. One catch for 16 yards and JJ being double covered almost all, all, all game. Uh, Thielen has had seven games this year where he's had three catches or less. I I think Thielen's time in Minnesota might he he may need to start eating some more Thielen flakes over the year over this off season because I think <laughs> I don't know if he's a viable number two anymore for the Vikings and they've got a lot of salary tied up in him. I'm not blaming it all on him, but if Jefferson's double covered the whole game. I mean, he wasn't making catches because, I mean, when you're double covered, it's hard to do that. And there was other field issues there and other things. I mean, I'm not going to blame all that crap on there. The Vikings deserve to lose this game. There was a lot of shitty things that happened to them. They've had luck all year. This year, this was not luck. So I'm not going to get too worked up over it. It's a loss. I'm, I'm more concerned about the injuries than anything. And like I said at the beginning of this, it wasn't 41-3 bad, even though they still put up 41. It it was a 41 that wasn't like the Cowboys where they just yeah. absolutely blew the doors off. And they, I mean, it could have been sixty to three in the the Cowboys game. You can so. see it in the box score too, where it it's uh, no one scored in the third quarter. They both scored fourteen in the fourth quarter. So I, you know, I, I think that they came on in the beginning of the game and kind of swept them away, which is similar to what happened. So it was those two returns. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, and First and the quarter. other thing that killed them too is right before those two returns. The Vikings went a three and out, and they blocked the punt, and they got the ball on the one-yard line and didn't convert. They got a three instead of a seven, and that really was a yeah. momentum changer because that next kick was the kick return touchdown. So mm-hmm. they were up three-nothing, and, and then they picked one off right after that, and it was it was just one of those games you knew right away. And for some reason, the Vikings, even though they had some comebacks, it was similar to the Cowboys game in that way where they got behind early, and then it was like almost like they just packed it in. And, and the, I mean, the Packers did play well. I mean, they – I mean – Lazard had a great game solo, so I'm sure that made you thrilled. Screw that guy. Actually, I blame Rodgers, not not him, because he wasn't like he dropped balls. I, screw Rodgers for now throwing to him. That's what and I'm I mean, say. the Cowboys are the, the Cowboys. The Packers still don't, I still don't think they've got enough to go very far in the playoffs, but 
me saying that probably means they'll win two or three games, but I don't know. It's one of those games I'm just going to put in the rearview mirror. The Vikings have still had, I, I'm not expecting the Vikings to go a long ways this year. I'm enjoying the ride. And this was just a dip on the roller coaster. Hopefully they have a, at least another couple more games of fun and excitement. So I, I wasn't as depressed as I was after the Cowboys game. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Well, Speaking um, of depression. Yes, exactly. I was going to say I was. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Jets, man. I mean, what are you going to do? I think it was just a total team letdown um, on all three sectors, offense, defense, special teams. Mike White wasn't ready to play. You could tell that he wasn't comfortable. He was overthrowing and underthrowing and to the left and to the right, just not being able to see where the receiver was going to be or be able to get it there. Um, Jets offensive line gave him some time and both Ty Johnson and Zonovan Knight got a little bit of running in there, but Seattle controlled this game. I mean, the score 23 to six, it might, it might as well have been 41 to three you know they just were never in this game and the defense too just from the first drive you could tell it was off this team needs to regroup mike white maybe he'll have a good game this weekend against the dolphins um but i don't know whether he's the future zach i do not think is the future even though salah came out and said we're we're riding this horse to the end or something like that. And it's like, yeah, I think he, he means the end is like in 10 days. Yes. Well, that's exactly what happened is he said that a week before they benched him. So I think that, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they could get for him. I mean, it all has to do with contract and, you know, he, I guess some other team could want him because he's making a rookie. He has a rookie deal, right? And they're the, like the jets pay him the guarantee up front, right? So well, somebody will take a chance. on him. Yeah. I mean, Josh, people take a chance. I mean, Josh Rosen just yep. got signed to the Vikings practice squad last week. Yeah. I mean, those top draft picks, somebody will still sign them and try them for something. But I mean, what they could get for him there. I don't know if they're going to get as much as they got for even Darnold or, you know what I mean? And no, that's 25 cents on the dollar. Yeah, I mean, it's be lucky uh, to get a third pick, maybe a fourth, but right uh, now, possibly, but. I think the Jets are projected to have the 13th overall pick, um, which I guess there's a lot of good quarterbacks coming out, right? So maybe they could. Yeah, it's one of the best you know, quarterback classes in yeah, years. Maybe they, they could take a chance on someone. I think the quarterback. You can change your mind, exactly, take a chance. That's the most important position. So I was very disappointed. But look. If the team ends up eight and nine or seven and nine, that's like three games better than I thought they would be. So I've had a fun season. I cared about the second to last game. And actually, mathematically speaking, there is a crazy way that the Jets could make the playoffs. Right? <laughs> They're like not completely eliminated. I think basically like everyone has to lose except for them, which I don't think is possible, but. For me, I'm just looking forward to the off season now, regroup. And I'm glad though that we're not gonna waste like another year with Zach Wilson, because I think it's pretty obvious he's not the answer. 
and Mike White he, might end he, up on another team. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I mean, Zach Wilson may be in the revival of Wilson Phillips for all we know. Um, go on tour with them. So, you know, hey, hold on to one more day, I guess, if you're him. Oh, baby, <laughs> I'm coming in hot. <laughs> That's coming in something, all right. Yeah, that's, yeah, got uh, hot. Yeah, like I a doo doo. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it moving. What are we? Yeah, doing well, next? you know what? Okay, we're gonna takes. we're gonna do. Yeah, we're gonna do. Uh, Solo's gonna hold uh, the, the extra point attempt and ask you guys each a question, all right. and then we'll get into andos. We'll get into serious playoff talk and picks. And then we, you know, we can comment on the other games as we do that. But quick takes, okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you, Axel, first. All right. So like we know uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who've been awful all year. They were down 21 to 10 to Carolina, and then all of a sudden, Brady hooked up with Mike Evans, TB12 method. They end up winning the division. So back in the playoffs once again, the ageless one. So Axel, <laughs> my my question to you. Because of that, see, that's why I didn't give it to Brett because I know his answer. But um, I, it was one fourth quarter. But uh, is TB12 back and can the Bucks make a playoff run? Um, well, right now, they would play. Who would they end up playing? The if, Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I think um, that matchup is set in stone, isn't it? Unless the Eagles were to lose. And oh, the Cowboys. Right. You know what bugs me? And again, if Dallas had just held on and beat Jacksonville, if they won this week, mm-hmm. they could have got the number one seed and the division. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Yep. A one game. If they beat the Pack, I mean, granted, I, I don't go as far back as the Packers game because if they beat the Packers, maybe they don't beat the Vikings. You know, you just never know with if, momentum yeah, and urgency. But so low. But it came down to the very <laughs> Jaguars game too. So. Yeah, that one. That one was one of those games they should have freaking won. We could have been the number. Sorry one. to anyway. Axel. No, no, that's okay. No, no. Um, well, to answer your question, of course, of course they can. Anybody can. That's the <laughs> thing. It's the playoffs. You know. I but think do you it, believe they will? Uh, let's I, do it I like mean, that. Because yes, anyone can. Let me. I I don't know if you were around for the last segment, but I'm a New York Jets fan solo. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, why I asked you the question. I'm well acquainted with Thomas Brady and his ability to just fuck my life over for 20 something years when it comes to professional football. So they're my pick for the Super Bowl. They were. Oh, wow. <laughs> my pick was Chargers Buccaneers. Like a oh crazy, I said, it's going to be a crazy year. And it's going to be Chargers, Bucks, but I thought the Bucks were going to be better. I don't think they have a great team, but now all of a sudden Brady can throw the ball more than twenty yards, and uh, he's Tom Brady, man. I mean, they've been there before. They got a lot of the same people on the team. That has its pluses and its minuses, but uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. I really wouldn't. Him okay. and I and what I say last week. The two asshole brothers, Rodgers and Brady, are going <laughs> to ruin the playoffs for all of us. And I bet you they I do. Know. You know, it's funny because, you know, Brady ruined, would ruin your season twice a year for 20 years. Brady would ruin my season, well, hurt my season for 
once every four years. <laughs> and then lately, because the Bucks have beat the Cowboys the last two years. I, you know, my thing is, as much as I would be scared because it's Tom Brady, I'm like, Cowboys, if you're going to make a run and if you're going to do it, you need to bury these ghosts or whatever exercise, the term exercise is. the demons Exer- yeah thank you and beat a tom brady on the road beat an aaron Rodgers if you get him again you know i just anyway okay i like that axel uh great great um i have no uh, no more words for that okay ando last week you weren't scared of the pack <laughs> and look what happened but i'm sure you're still not scared of them though it's just one of those fluky weeks don't worry about it um but it the matchup kind of looks like, you know, the one thing is if the pack do make it, I would like to see the pack in the Niners because at least maybe with that pack could knock off the Niners or give them a tough game, maybe. But um, are you scared of the Giants if you meet them in round mm. in week uh, in the wild card what round? Because you had that close game, that yeah, would that be. Would. We might have some good matchups here, folks. Yeah, especially the, in the. Uh, in case anybody wants to know, if you scroll down the notes just past where it has the week seventeen results is all the playoff scenarios and what the seedings are right now okay, or what they yeah, will most likely be. Nice, so you can see them. So odds are it will be Vikings versus Giants and that the Giants are locked into the sixth seed. So if the 49ers win or the Vikings lose, the Vikings will automatically be the three seed. So that will be them. That's the most likely scenario is the 49ers will win and then the Vikings will automatically be three. So I'm guessing it will be the Giants and I'm fine with that. And the main reason is because it's a home game. And that's uh, after after that debacle at Lambeau, one of the local sports radio guys here, Vikings guys, went back and looked at the last 20 years. Vikings have the fifth worst record in road games on grass in the last in the last 20 years. Well, that first game will be at U.S. Bank Stadium on that sweet, sweet artificial turf. So I, I really – and they're, they're built for speed. I still think they're a better team than the Giants, unless that offensive line is a problem. But, yeah, I think they're still going to – they're not if they let if they let Daniel Jones throw for 350 again or whatever they did they don't deserve to win so i i the giants i think is the best matchup for the vikings i don't like them matching up against the packers again i don't like i mean what let me look at well yeah it's either the packers or or well unless the lions or the seahawks make it but my and well no they can't no, yeah, if they got the Giants two, are locked. They, they were, yeah. If they got the two, if they got if the they got the two, they could play the Seahawks, Lions, or Packers. But I, I'm I like the Giants actually. Out of those three, out of those four teams, I would rather the Vikings play the Giants. So I'm actually okay with the three. I mean, if they get if they win and go to have to go to San Francisco, fine, they go to San Francisco. I mean, that's not the end of the world. They haven't played them, but who knows? Hey, to be the best, you got to beat the best, right? Yep, yep. I don't want to have to. I mean, you're not going to skate in on crap teams. So when you get to the playoffs, so and it's yeah, still I, I'm Purdy. just fine with you the never Giants. know. All right, good, good, good. I'm glad because that's the right answer. (laughs) Beat them G-men, beat them G-men. All right, Brett. So (laughs) I don't know why I can't see Brett right now, but I'm just laughing because I know he's like ready to, he's got something prepared. (laughs) So (laughs) we, we, I do want to touch up before we get to the picks and after Brett, your thing. I do want to touch upon this Lamar Jackson situation with his contract. Is he injured? Is he not? Is Harbaugh pissed at the front? Off, you know, but my question for you, Brett, in the Lamar Jackson theme of things, what would be some of the perfect, maybe couple perfect landing spots? If Lamar doesn't sign with Baltimore, 
I know you'd probably love them in Atlanta, Vic, Vic 2.0, but what are some f- few uh, perfect landing spots for Lamar if you were to leave Baltimore? Ooh, well, um, I would say the Atlanta Falcons. Now, I guess Ooh. Cleveland is out since they uh, sh- shot their load with uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, yep. But what about Houston? They lost to well, shot. They're kind of struggling. They have a great draft the quarterback pick, position. I don't think they would go. He would go there because they're such rebuilding mode. Um, we need to find Brett some teams that are on the cusp or now, have a he, lot of. Is he going to be a free agent after this year? It, he, yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah, he is a free agent. I think. Yeah. And, okay. If he doesn't, if they don't, he's an actual free agent. He could say, okay. you know what, Baltimore, I'm going to test the waters of the Mississippi. But they could try to um, franchise him, I guess. Well, I guess I guess that is a possibility. Yes, Uh, doesn't. I forget about that. I would say, um, I would say the New York Jets, the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. Yeah, that's where I, I think the Raiders is where he would go. Oh um, man! Got some big time weapons there, Adams and Jacobs. Oh, and wow. Waller. Wow! I almost want, yeah, but uh, man, I want him. For and if you're the Raiders, and Brett, not for all of us to to stomp on your quick take. Uh, but, <laughs> Sorry, but, I couldn't help myself. But no, no, no. Uh, you're but you're right about that franchise tag. I forget about that. They could franchise franchise tag him. Now he may not sign it. Uh, but you could try to still sit out. Yeah. You could try to sit out, but you're probably looking at if they don't let him walk, if they franchise him, you would probably ha- you would have to agree to a deal with Baltimore and probably give up. I mean, we look what Russell Wilson went for. What a team. Well, OK, so my, my change question to you is, what do you think there is a team that would give up two to three first for Lamar? Oh, and we can sure go around are. the couch. Give uh, me one. I want. I want the dirt. I want a hundred percent fucking Indian out. Great call, <laughs> Axel. Quick take. Um, Would the Jets give up two to three first round picks for Lamar? I don't think Joe Douglas would do that. Honestly, I think um, our owner might Woody, but I don't think that Joe Douglas. Uh, nice. But Woody? <laughs> but Woody? I, I mean, what do I, what do I think? I think he's worth it. I think that, but I also think he does get hurt a lot. We don't know what's going on right now. I guess there was this kind of weird press conference. Lombardi talked about it on a podcast, and I heard another pod talk about yeah, it. Yeah, John Harbaugh. John yeah, Harbaugh. It, it was seems weird. like they they just didn't weren't getting as long. But that's just reading into it. You just don't know. You know, what I mean, who knows? Well, yeah, he is he mad at, at the front office? Was he mad at Lamar? Like it was kind of cryptic. And the thing is, too, don't forget that his mom is his agent. So he j- they just like do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they yeah. want. There's not a lot of politics involved in it. So I kind of like that. I mean, it's guess it's worked for him so far, though I guess some people think he should have signed a contract before. But, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea, man. I hope it would be the Jets, but I highly doubt it. 
it, it is a little less predictable with his mom being his agent because he could yeah. just Ando. decide go wherever they want. Well, yeah, I think sure. there. I think there's a couple so, other teams. Bye, bye, Kirk Cousins, and bring in Lamar. I don't think Lamar's coming here. Uh, the, okay. Uh, okay. but I do think the teams that we should keep an eye on are the teams that have got two draft picks in this for upcoming draft. I mean, Seattle's sitting on a whole shitload of picks. I don't think Geno is going to be around forever. I could see Seattle making a deal with some of those Denver picks they've got, or the Texans have got two picks in the top 12, or the Lions have got picks. Is Goff going to be there long-term? Those teams that have those extra picks coming this year in the top 10, I could see one of them trading for two picks. They've got, they've got extra picks. That's you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen, Ando? You bring that up? The greatest team of all time, the Eagles, have two first-round picks. Maybe yeah. they'll just be like, we, we need Hurts and Lamar. We're, we're so great that new we, we, we'll, just yeah. add, we'll just add to the greatness. Yep. Would a trade be necessary if he's going to be a free agent? What, what's well, the no, we, they could do a sign-and-trade kind of thing, I think. Or didn't wasn't that kind of what Wilson was? Didn't we have like one-year deal and then they did an extension no, or something? I don't think so. It was just agreed that they would trade him. That w- that's different than because they didn't franchise tag him. That's okay. the whole thing. It's that damn franchise tag is yep. protecting teams you f- for two years. You could franchise tag them. And again, like I said before, if they don't, if the player doesn't want to sign it, then they got to kind of like force a trade kind of deal. So you have to have a partner, and th- so it could get murky. I see. Um, okay. You know. Because Baltimore's probably going to want compensation. Because yeah, it's just like you can franchise and let you know. Because you could franchise tag one person. Sometimes there's an agreement that they won't franchise tag you two years in a row. But like Kirk Cousins did that, didn't he? I don't know if it was with the Washington team or with Minnesota, where he just recite. He did a yeah, that was took the one year deal. Yep. Yeah, he took that the one year deal and then and then because he came gave, here. He came here on a on a big free like on a five year deal or something because he was an unrestricted free agent after the after the franchising I believe. Didn't they give him like three years, eighty million, all guaranteed, or some crazy? Yeah, thing like it, was, that? it was one of the first big, fully guaranteed contracts. It was fully was guaranteed. The, yeah, yeah, he was the number one contract for a year or two there. I mean, he's been dwarfed at this point, but I, I like Andy's right. of Seattle though because. They do have a lot of high that drive. would make sense, and they have Gino. They want to throw Gino into the deal too, so yeah. that, that would be enticing yep. from Baltimore's perspective. It would be, yeah. If you're Baltimore, take out Gino, and yeah, that that like that, that is a, that is a good find. All right. Speaking of liking it, let's. Uh, oh, Ando, pull out your Aaron Ottoman, and uh, let's get into these playoffs, these picks, what happened, who who took over first place again, stuff like that. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, the good stuff. <laughs> Axel fell back into second place because Solo, we all kind of didn't do so hot, but you Solo did the le- the least bad. You finished seven and eight, and the other, the rest of us bottom feeders finished six and nine. Oops, I made a mistake on mine. I'm six and nine, not nine and nine. Oh, I thought you were nine and nine. I'm like, no. Andy, so, some extra wow, games. Andy, nine and nine. Yeah, so. Games. I, I counted some bowl, I counted all my bowl game victories in there. So, <laughs> hey Solo, so, remember yo, when yo. I was saying that it's going to give one of us a great chance <laughs> to move ahead of the other one. Yeah, and then you replied, I, "Well, we'll probably just split it." Um, that's kind <laughs> that's of what happened. happened. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a lot. I mean, there was there was a lot of one one pick teams, but it didn't really affect because they all kind of were spread out. Axel was the only one to get the Cowboys right. Uh, Axel was the only one to get the Browns wrong. Uh, Solo, for some reason, took the Texans. You could have had an even larger lead if it hadn't been for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, and wow. Axel was the only one to take the Bucks to cover. Or, but Solo, you were the only one that got the cards because even though they lost, they covered. And Brett got the Raiders covering against San Francisco. The Raiders freaking won, which I still don't get. Yeah, that was a fun Actually, game. got the Raiders didn't won. win. Oh, no, they didn't. They should have won. They should have won. You're right. Yeah. Oh, I was it doesn't matter in game. spreads, Ando. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter I'm in spreads. Just looking at the pure spreads is all I'm looking right. at. Now. What can I say? And uh, Axel picked against the Vikings, which was turned out to be a very smart move. So... Uh, yeah, it's still Brett and I are still way too far out to make a difference unless we decide to pick a completely opposite of you guys and get lucky. So it's basically last week, Axel is down by one game for the win, regular season win. So I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to say about these other game, these last week's games, or do we want to keep moving? Um, I do want to chime in that it was fun. The Ravens Steelers game turned out to be pretty fun. Um, that was a fun game. That was a fun game. Um, let's see some of these other poor Sam Darnold and actually he, he didn't play bad, but, uh, the Panthers defense did and Brady was able to come back. Oh, you know what you should have said about that Steelers game? What all you needed to say was what, uh, Mike Tomlin said when they were coming off the field. Did you guys see the clip? No, he grabs him and just says, Kenny fucking Pickett and walks away. <laughs> it was awesome. I love Mike Tomlin. <laughs> Mike Tomlin. Yeah. And that Niners game, that was a lot of points scored in that game. 37, 34. Um, it went to OT, didn't it? Did it? Yeah, I think it did, didn't it? Oh, was yeah. it OT? Yeah. I watched that game too. These games were a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember them in my head. Yeah, well, we are recording on a Thursday this week, so yeah, it does seem like like um, it was oh, yesteryear. I do want to point out, Solo, are you feeling good about well, – I know you're not feeling that good about it because uh, the Cowboys could have had it all, but seeing the Eagles decline, is um, is Jalen Hurts coming back this week? Mm, that is the big question. The reports I'm hearing is – he is, but I, I I don't know. I don't know if they get. I don't think they should bring him back um, because the Giants are going to rest the world. They have Giants have nothing to play for, and it. And I can't be mad at them for that because they got to worry about them first, then the integrity of the NFC East number one seed. As much as I want to be like you jerks, you know, look what the the Eagles did to you. You know, you guys two years ago on that Sunday night game when they when uh, they rested everyone and brought in freaking uh, some dude from Northwestern or something that quarterback Kafka. I don't even I forget who it was, but, um, you know, so but I loved watching the Saints. I watched that whole game. I loved it. It, it, <laughs> it just made music to my ears because this unstoppable defense. Yeah, they got like six or seven sacks. But they were giving up some plays to frickin'. The I was gonna say they gave up Saints six or seven sacks too in that game. The Saints, right? right. Made an inch oh, pretty good. When Lane Johnson's out, that happened against the Cowboys early. When Lane Johnson was out in the second half, then it was like the Cowboys started sacking Hurts, mm-hmm. and it's like it's amazing how one lineman 
can make that big of a difference. And that's the one good thing about the Cowboys. They do have depth because Tyron Smith's playing right tackle. We lost Marcus Steele. Biotish, our center, did get hurt at tennis. That worries me uh, a little bit. But they move McGovern or as uh, Connor McGovern or as Lombardi says, Connor Williams. He's with the Dolphins. He's not on the Cowboys anymore, <laughs> Lombardi. Um, but, um, you know, so, so yeah, Axel, to, to answer your question in a roundabout way, it was very nice. I enjoyed it. And the Eagles look vulnerable, as I've been saying all year, because they haven't played any quarterbacks. And when they actually played a decent quarterback in Dak Prescott, they lost. Uh, and they lost to freaking Andy Red Rifle Dalton. And uh, it was just fantastic. So, Ginger yes, power. I loved it. I loved it. Well, that's all I have to say about any of those games because I'm trying to think back and I can't really remember too many of them either. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. If you remember something when the team comes up while we make our picks, you can talk about it. Okay, well, before we start, I think we can just kind of sprinkle in the playoff talk while we're yes. while we're talking about the games. That might be the easiest way to do it. So yep. last week, if you remember, it's, like you said, it seems like it was a month ago. We had the coin flip that Solo won and deferred to this week. So, Solo, you get to pick the order. Did I defer? Did yes, I defer? you deferred. Yep. Oh. I double-checked. Oh, I re-listened to it it's, this morning to double-check. No, I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, I, I know I was picking this week, but I, I didn't know. I didn't realize I, or, I Did you defer or Axel pick? No, no, what Axel won. Axel, pick. Axel, Axel won because I called right. tails. It was heads. Yep. So it was right. all Axel. So either you know, way, it's Ando, your pick. You're just messing with me. Okay. The order will be Ando, Axel, Brett, and me. Because my philosophy is I don't uh, – Axel likes to do it. Brett picks and yeah. stuff. And even though it doesn't work for him, I still don't want him on a Brett pick. <laughs> well, you know what? The last time – He will at some sorts. I think the last time Axel followed me, he picked like the first 10 picks all the same. And he's like, I really like following Andy because I had a bunch of stats. I don't have hey. shit for stats this week, so he's going to be screwed. Uh-oh. Oh, but then he's going to hear that's my the, pick and he's going to change his pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reach well, around around the couch. I don't know if you guys have looked at the spreads this week, but it's kind of insane. I think there's seven games where a point spread is seven or higher. And it's this this could be it could be a wild week. So, I will start us with the Chiefs on Saturday afternoon are going to Las Vegas and the Chiefs are favored by 9. And the stupid Chiefs, oh, I you know I I pick them to cover. They don't cover. I don't pick them to cover. They cover. So I don't. I think the Raiders might keep it close. I'm going to take the Raiders and take the points. Okay, well, this is a tough one because we still don't know. The NFL has not announced yet. Now. Uh, Andy, uh, Andy, you sent us something saying that there was going to be a meeting of the NFL Justice League of officials. And they, from what I was able to read, they did that meeting tonight. And then tomorrow morning, they, I think it's just the AFC, but it might be all of the owners are like going on some big conference call to decide exactly what they've canceled the game, but exactly what they're going to do. Because as of right now, the Chiefs or the Bills and the Bengals are all vying for the top three seeds. The Bengals actually cannot get the number one seed anymore. That's why I'm. They've got to be pissed that they're not playing that game because if they would have won that game on Monday night, they would still be in the mix for the one seed. But they can't now without that Buffalo without beating Buffalo. So the Chiefs and the Bills can still be both one and two, but it also depends on who gets seeded or what happens with the 
how they decide who gets number one seed. Is it percentage points or what it is so, or head to head or who knows, because the chiefs have lost to both the Bengals and the bills. So, yep. So that affects this game because if the chiefs have something to play for, that's a different team than if they don't, because the Raiders don't have anything to play for. So this is a hard one for me. I, especially with nine points. So I'm just going to take the Raiders. Can I say what I wish the NFL would do? Yes. Yes, of course. It's your podcast. (laughs) How about you ask the Bengals and the Bills, would you rather take a tie or would you rather replay the game next weekend? And if they give the same answer, do that. But they they can't. But, Brett, the problem is is that if they could have rescheduled this game, like everybody's idea was to use the the week that is in between the championships and the Super Bowl. There's a weekend between. It's two weeks, right? And shift everything up and just have the Bills and the uh, Bengals play on, like, Saturday night that first weekend and that's the only game right right and then that decides the seeding and then we go into the playoffs right so that they could still have a buy blah 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 the hard part with that though too is it also doesn't only affect them it also affects where the ravens and chargers are seated and it's all yeah it's all the stadiums that are involved right yeah and all that so there's just i think they can't do that so I think that, like everyone would get a buy. They would actually, yeah. you know, it's, it's weird. Well, my, know. my thinking is that the, not, not all these teams even know if they're going to be playing or when they're going to be playing or what day they're going to be playing yet. Anyway, all that's still undecided until the season is over. And then the NFL sets this, you know, the, the matchups are determined and the NFL sets the schedule. So as long as they don't know exactly what day or what time they're playing, and in some cases where they're going to be playing, it's, to me it's less of a big of a deal to just put that off a week and actually get, you know. Yeah, the, but they must the, have. They the said place. they're not going to do that, so they must have already run right. through. That's what. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying what I wish they would have done is, is ask, you know, and if the Bengals and the bills would agree that, you know, if they agreed, then you can do that. If they disagree, then you, then, then you can ask all the 30 other teams and just like put it to a tie breaking vote. <laughs> and you know, but the other thing is, that is may, I was going to say, well, well, we don't PTK. know. They maybe already have asked the bills and, or the, the bills and the Bengals, yeah. and they maybe have already said what they wanted to do. I mean, right. I, I would guess we'll find out some of that tomorrow, but yeah. I have a prediction. Okay. Um, because I think the NFL is crazy like this, and sometimes their answer is something <laughs> ludicrous. I think they're going to do a coin toss. It wouldn't surprise me. That's what I think they're going to do. I think that they're going to do, and they might do it through all three teams, and they'll do it at halftime of the Packers game, the Packers-Lions game. So everybody has to watch it and they'll just fucking flip a coin (laughs) and first like Mahomes will come out and Josh Allen will come out and they'll flip a coin, you know, and then it's like the NBA draft lottery. Yes. Oh God. That awful does next. They'll come out and they'll flip a coin and then they'll say, okay, you know, 
bills, you get the week off. You won two coin flips. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like that, I, I really think they might as well, ju- the way, as far as I'm concerned, they might as well just do that because that is going to be as fair as any other thing that they come up with. Because really, they well, should just play the game, the, but they can't. The default, so. the default simplest thing for me would be just make it a no contest, winning percentage wins. Now the Bengals may get screwed, but someone's going to get screwed anyway. It's just, yeah. it's just life, you know. You know, I mean, instead of making up these weird, like new rules and making things more complicated, I feel like that would be the simplest thing to do. But we'll see what they do. Anyway, back to this pick. (laughs) Um, I have have retired uh, Bernard and Rehobo. AI. With with one week left here. (laughs) I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to um, tweak some things and get under the hood in the offseason so that going into next season I have a a well run machine of an algorithm to make my picks for me. But until then, this week I'm implementing the Costanza rule which is I'm going with the opposite of whatever my instinct is. And my (laughs) instinct is that the Chiefs will cover. So I'm going to pick Raiders plus nine. Mm. Wow, this is the longest we've gone on one pick in one game. Um, So You're you're taking the the Raiders then, you said, right? I'm taking the Raiders plus nine, yes. Yeah, yeah, you're confusing the world, Brett. You want... (laughs) You, you want a round robin of non-playoff teams next week and then the Pro Bowl to actually, instead of the Super you know, Bowl. Though, oh, no. I, I got to say, Brett, I am impressed. This is the first you've, you used to have in Solo and Axel uh, interrupt you before your pick. This time you just <laughs> and went ahead and interrupted yourself. So that was a nice move. <laughs> it was perfect. So this is the early game. I didn't, you know, I didn't realize. I mean, I knew after... Uh, but I didn't realize they were doing two Saturday games because they normally don't do this in the last week. Maybe it's because the 18 game season now. Well, and I think there's season. no there's no Monday night game either, so they want to spread get that. Well, no, but they TV but in. they if you look back at the past, they always just everyone played on Sunday, and you had one yep. Sunday night game as the marquee game. Yep, they've never done. I, I don't remember them doing two Saturday games, and then like I think this might be new if. They might have did it done it last year. I don't remember, but this is the first time that I can remember. Is it because of college done solo? This. No, no. They've done Saturday games, but not the last week. They've oh, no, always okay. done it on Sunday. And you know, it might be because there's no bowl games. A lot of times, in the last week of the season, there is bowl that's games on those saying. days. Yeah. That's that could be why. And they that's, saw an opening there, and they're possible. like, let's, "Let's fill it in." Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, 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 that's possible, but that's happened before uh but no it's just it's weird that they're doing it but yeah no it's freaking you get a prime time game on Saturday. you get to dominate saturday too yeah yeah of course i'm just saying it's interesting that they're doing it and Mm -hmm. so they put that chiefs game early it's interesting because you know before i remember one year the Cowboys were playing the Eagles late and they didn't match up the games playing at the same time. And then the Eagles found out they were still alive. And then they, I think they trounced the Cowboys that game and made the playoffs. Um, and so they like to like anyone who has like is scoreboard watching. Now they put the games at the same time, except for this, this chiefs game, they just threw it there. So um, I don't know if Stidham is banged up and whatever, I, you know, I, I, I think the chiefs still who, so, because of this game being canceled, the Bengals-Bills, 
are the Chiefs almost a lock to win that number one seed if they win? We don't know. If they win, if they win, they are because the Bills will still have the same amount of losses, but can't catch them in the win column. Can't catch them in the win column. Okay, so I I I, I think this will be. As much as I hate the Chiefs and they don't cover, I think this is a statement game for the Chiefs to get going into the playoffs, and I think they will cover. I'll take the Chiefs minus the nine. Ooh, all right. Solo going different. Um, Okay. Well, Axel, the next one is a surprisingly big game between the seven and nine Titans, and if they lose, they go home, and the eight and eight Jaguars who – actually can lose and still technically make it, but they really need to win. The winner of this team will be the game will be the four seed in the AFC no matter what. Mm-hmm. Jags are favored by six and a half at home. If the Jags lose, they can still get the seven seed if the Dolphins, Pats, and Steelers all lose. Yep. So the Jags need to win and the Titans need to win. Um it's for the AFC South Crown. Yep. yep. This is a big one here. Uh, Steve McNair is not coming through that door (laughs) or coming out of his grave. (laughs) Um, I'm picking the Jags here. Um, I know that's a lot of points. I think six and a half, but I think that they're playing good and um, I think they're going to continue to play well. And I think that they're going to be a interesting team in the playoffs. Playoffs? Yep. Well, actually, you were what? saying earlier how you thought the Jets maybe have a crazy outside chance at the playoffs, but I don't think that's true because even if the Jags They're lose, eliminated, I believe. the Pats lose and the Steelers lose and the Dolphins yep. and the Jets win, meaning the Dolphins lose, the Jags would still go at 8-9, and nine, it looks like, as a wild card. Yeah, I, th- I think the only way they can get is, get in is if then that meeting tomorrow morning they announce that they're expanding the field to eight playoff teams. <laughs> yeah. Then they actually... Yeah, they get eliminated. I forgot to say, yeah, they are eliminated, actually, yeah. but, I believe. But, but they could do this thing, which I think just came from an, an article someone did. And no one has talked about it, but yeah, it, it's not been confirmed. It was just that somebody had said that this idea yeah. had been thrown around of maybe adding a, another hey. playoff team to eliminate the bye weeks. God, don't listen, Solo. Don't get mad at me just because I expect the Jets to somehow depress me even further on the final <laughs> week of the season. Okay, it's what I've come to okay. expect. But Brett, we've interrupted you again. What's your pick, buddy? <laughs> well, actually, I interrupted myself again. I'm on a roll. So uh, you're just. My- my gut, tells, my, my gut tells me the Jags are going to cover, so obviously I'm taking the Titans plus six and a half. Uh, everyone's talking about the Vrabel aspect or the Vrabel factor in this game, but you know what? The Titans have lost how many in a row? Mm. So I don't think Josh Jobs is going to help the, the Vrabel factor. I think momentum, Jacksonville, uh, I'm going with the Jags minus six. I mean, there's a chance the Titans could – play it close, but I, I don't think so. I don't think they're going to be able to stop Jacksonville, and I think Jacksonville's going to take the AFC South and cover. Yeah, I agree with you. I think at home, they're they're playing good. Lawrence is, looks like he's starting to figure it out. I've said that about six times, and then he usually burns me, but I, I watched a lot of that Titans game, and Dobbs didn't look as bad as I thought he was going to be, but he's not going to be good enough to beat the Jags, so I'm taking the Jags to cover as well. Next up, oh, Brett, you get to tell us if the Falcons are going to beat the the Bucks, who probably aren't going to be starting anybody 
Falcons at home favored by four and a half. Well, real quick, I just want to tell Marcus Mariota, I'm disappointed in you because he is not in the building. Ever since he's been benched, he basically quit on the team. <gasps> At least from my perspective, my bias perspective, that's what it looks like. So it wasn't a kid. He didn't have a kid. He had a. He did have a baby, okay. and he can. It was before the Steelers game, I think. But it wasn't before. It was before he was actually benched. So he did have a nagging knee injury, which somehow he got on the IR, even though he wasn't listed on the injury report any of the 13 weeks that he started. So it sounds like he has a couple of decent excuses that he used to, to lead the team, but come on, dude, the the team you've been battling with for 13 weeks, they're still playing games and you're nowhere to be found. So I know I'm a biased Falcons fan, but a little disappointing. It looks like he quit. So anyway, good luck to uh, him if he does land on another team, but um. I'm thinking the Falcons will win this game easily because the Bucks are not playing anybody and have nothing to play for. So obviously I'm going to take the Bucks plus four and a half. Ooh, that's right. You know what, Brett, this might be like the greatest week you could have had. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine if you're awful and you're like, damn it, this was my week. But, uh, you know, the, like you said before, these games are tough because – you, you ha- do have a tendency to get some blowouts in the final week of the season because of nobody playing, no one caring. And um, I think the Falcons will kind of care. Uh, the Buccaneers, I mean, it was it Blaine Gabbert's going to play qu- quarterback. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Falcons minus four and a half. I guess Brady, there was talk that they would play. Some, but I got, I mean, I don't know why they would. So I don't think, yeah, I'm just going to go the Falcons. Well, Blaine Gabbert rescued people out of a helicopter last week, and he's going to rescue the Bucks this week, and mm-hmm. they are going to win with Blaine Gabbert. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Bucks. Ooh, me too. I'm taking the Bucks. I think this is a, this is a, the old switcheroo end of the season game where all of a sudden, Blaine Gabbert throws for 150 yards. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, Solo, you're up. And yep. you're going to tell us if the Patriots are going to clinch that seven spot because they need to do that to beat the Bills oh. at Buffalo. Buffalo by seven. You know, this is tough, too, with the whole – with what happened with Buffalo and – you know, New England's not good. Sorry, Dad, but he he would he would agree with me. Mac Collins, oh no, Mac Jones. He's not good, guys. And uh, I, I'm going to take Buffalo minus the seven. I think they're going to come out and play an inspired game for their brothers, for their brethren, uh, and and just dominate New England and, and knock them out of the playoffs. But Buffalo could be like, eh, let's take a half off. Let's let the Pats get in the playoffs, and then we play them again and crush them. So I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm going to go with Buffalo here, minus the seven. Well, when I was a senior in high school, one of my high school classmates. Whoa, Ando. A long time ago. I, I, one, I thought Solo was talking. 
Yeah, so did I. I was like, wait a minute, did I not shut up? <laughs> oh, sorry. Did I not wait long enough or what? No, 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 no. A senior in high school. That oh, oh, you're right. I, like, you know, I you got know, inspired by you. So about, what can I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was a senior in high school, during the football season in the fall, one of my classmates tragically died in a car accident on a rainy night, slipped on a, going to work and was killed. One of the guys on the team. And it was like two days before the football game. And that Friday of the football game, the and there was nobody beating our team us that night. I mean, it was it was inspiring and it was made it. I mean, it was a tragedy, obviously, but the Bills are going to blow the Patriots away. This is going to be a. It's going to be. They're going to play inspired football, and it's going to be. It's going to be a blowout. Bills easy. Well, guys, that was a touching story, by the way, Ando. Sorry, we totally interrupted you. Um, <laughs> no, you were fine. I should have known better. I. Uh... I hung up on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know all of a sudden it said Heath is the host now. And I was like, okay, that's fine with me. Um, anyway, <laughs> getting back to this game, if there is one human being alive who would not give a shit what happened last week, it is Bill Belichick. And we all know this. They're going to play this game and they're going to play this game to get into the playoffs. They are not going to take their foot off the gas, but it's not going to matter. The Bills, I think, are going to win this one by 10. Give me the Patriots plus seven. <laughs> oh, he's going opposite. Brett might not win one game this week. I-A. I-A. <laughs> I'm sorry, Andrew. I missed your story. I'll have to listen to the pod. and. <laughs> Well, basically what I said was that when I was a senior in high school in the fall, one of my classmates uh, who was on the football team died tragically in like a car crash on a rainy night three or four days before the game. And the game was still played in his honor. And the team, I mean, it was, they could have beat just about any team in the state that night, the way they were playing. And the bills are going to do the same thing. They're going to rally around and just, they're going to destroy the Pats. Um, Next I have got, Oh, this is the game of the week. The, uh, Two thirteen and one Texans are going to Indianapolis <laughs> to play the four and eleven Colts. The Colts are favored by two and a half, and I'm taking the Colts because the Texans are in a dogfight for that number one draft pick, and they want it and they need it. So I'm taking the Colts. Well, the Colts though are in that hunt for the number three or four. Yeah, oh yeah. This might could be, be a tie. It, so, it might be three to nothing, but that means the Colts cover. I feel like this is gonna there's gonna be a lot of laterals for no reason <laughs> in this game. Um I heard that I heard the Colts I heard Jeff Saturday sign Jacoby and Myers from uh from New England <laughs> just for this game and on the first <laughs> drive he's just gonna start lateraling it to the defense. Um, I mean, who gives a shit about this Kobe game? Seriously, but I think the Texans time. are going to win it. Actually, and they shouldn't. I think the Texans are going to win. Well, are they going to? Oh, never mind. I tried to be snarky. Exactly. <laughs> Fudge. And Fudge. These yeah. two teams played in Week One and played to a tie. Now it's funny that they're playing each other again in the very last week of the season. And they're going to play to a tie again, maybe, which would give it to the Texans plus two and a half, right? If they finish yep. tied. So give me the Colts minus two and a half. 
IA. IA. Okay, let's break this down. I'm going to give some love to this game. Jeff Saturday is going to want to win. This is his last chance to win a damn game because he ain't going to be any coach next year. And if he is, the Colts fans should just revolt. Lovey Smith is going to probably get fired. These players could care less about draft position. They're going to go, they're playing, they want to look good on the stat sheet for their record and, you know, and all that stuff. Having said that, these two teams suck. So it doesn't matter if they want to play well, they're not going to. <laughs> I, I I think, uh, yeah, this is fucking terrible. I, I'm going with the Saturdays just because I think the Colts will win this, will end up winning this game by a field goal. Um, even though it would be so dumb for the Texans to win, but does Davis Mills, the third really care about the, he does see, this is the thing. Wait a minute. Davis Mills is going to play his heart out. Cause he doesn't want them getting the first pick and picking a quarterback. Oh, they'll get the second pick and pick a quarterback. I'm taking the Colts. Minus two left. Oh, lots. I would like to change my pick to the Texans. <gasps> oh, AI. Give me the Texans. I think, uh, well, I don't know how to pick this game. Just give me the Texans. <laughs> think about it too much. I like it. Okay, Axel. The Ravens are going to play the Bengals at Cincinnati. The Bengals are favored by seven, but the Ravens still have a shot at that five seed, which would mean they got to play the winner of the NFC South instead of one of the big three teams. So. How are the Bengals going to do? And how are the Ravens going to do? Do they have a chance without Lamar? Um, I'm going with the Bengals here. I think they got a lot of pent-up aggression from not playing for a week. Um, I think they want to go into this uh, playoffs hot. Um, We don't – it's not going to mean – like it doesn't mean anything to the Bengals, right? They already won. Uh, It does if – if I think if the Bills lose, that, that, that's some of that depends on what happens. Right, with the, that's true. This is the same. They could question. still be the two seed or the three. Yeah, because even yeah, though but they, are, they yeah. got the division because of the cancellation, though, right? Uh, yeah, I believe that is correct. Yes, they have the division now because I believe they're two losses less than the Ravens. So even if they lost, yep. they would still yep. get the division. So, You're right. Yeah. They will get the division no matter what, and that's. So, but basically, they also it also depends what the Chargers and Ravens do because you could end up playing the Ravens or the Chargers if the Chargers. I mean, it's it's kind of confusing where the Bengals just two or three. The way I feel about it is either the either the Ravens are doing a great con job on everyone, or they seem to be in a little bit of disarray and not sure if Lamar is even going to come for the playoffs. So, I'm picking the Bengals. Yeah, I agree with everything Axel just said. Give me the Ravens plus seven. I <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I, you know, it'd be almost like two bye weeks if the Bengals took a yeah. I, I, they they're gonna come in and play. I, I'm going. I'm going with the Bengals minus seven. The Ravens are they're frauds. Yeah, the the Bengals are still on fire and they basically have a bye week here this last week. So, I mean, besides all the emotional stuff, which who knows what the effect that's going to be, but I think they're going to come out and play inspired ball, just like the bills did. 
because I think it affected them almost as much as the Bills, so I'm going with the Bengals as well. Okay, Brett, this game, the line has gotten a little bigger because Justin Field is not playing. Vikings, who have basically locked into that three seed unless the 49ers lose, going to Chicago Vikes by seven and a half. Oh, man. Um, the Vikings, There's no reason why the Vikings still won't destroy the Bears, so give me the Bears plus seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I forget he's doing IA. Um, yeah, Nathan Peterman or whatever his name is. Uh, yep. He, he threw like five picks in one game uh, You know, a couple years ago. I can't believe he's still a quarterback. He should be in the XFL. Um, you know, Minnesota's going to rest their guy. They have no reason. I mean – Oh God! But I just well, I would Minnesota think, does. Minnesota does oh, have a shot at the two, and the 49ers That's don't play true. till later. So that is true. The Vikings could true. put pressure on the Niners by winning. Yeah, they could. They could. Uh, you know, be interested to see. They maybe with last game, maybe they want to tune up a little bit. Um, I just the, the Bears are so bad. Give me the Vikings minus seven and a half. I can't take the Bears plus points at this point. I. I the, the, I, I don't know if the Bears will score. <laughs> well, the Vikings' defense is pretty leaky, so they will score, but the Vikings will secure their first two-score two victory of the season. I take the Vikings. So basically... The first? Yeah, I think every... Yeah. Is it, oh, no, they're second. The second. one that the Packers won, they, so they're second. Oh, okay. Well, still impressive. Yeah. Um, so basically what the Vikings are playing for is to either play against, well, there's a lot of other variables, yeah, so they don't really know. I mean, most um, likely it's the three seed and they're playing the giants. That's the most okay. likely outcome yeah, unless the 49ers lose already. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to tell the bears are terrible. I'm going to take the Vikings. Even though it's a lot of points, I and I also think they need to after last week's whooping, they need to kind of get it together before the play. Stealing my you know? Axel just stole my lines, yeah, my analysis. We both like whooping. Whooping. Well, Solo, well, you can get back at him right now by telling him what's going to happen <laughs> when the Jets go to Miami, and the Jets are favored by one and a half, and the Dolphins can get into the seven spot with a win and a Patriots loss. And it's not going to happen. Skylar Thompson is not going to lead them to victory. Because you know why? Because the Dolphins, just they're overrated. They haven't won in a while. They screwed me against the pack in a parlay. Uh, you know, and I, I just, you know. Jay Peterson ain't coming through that door, whatever his name was. Did they have a quarterback? Was it Jay Peterson? Yeah. <laughs> Scott Peterson. Oh, no, that was the <laughs> Lacey. Oh, that was Lacey. Lacey. Oh, Lacey. You dropped the Lacey. Uh, I'm going with the Jets, baby. When I take the Jets, they cover or they win. Mm. I think this is going to be, I think Mike White's going to feel a little better. I think the Jets are going to slow these people down and. Uh, I'm, I'm going with the Jets, man. What the hell? I want to root for the Jets one more week. Well, I might reverse my pick depending on who picks. Oh, Just man. I, I don't know who the hell to take in this one. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna take the Dolphins just 
because I feel like taking the Dolphins at home. Dolphins. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a tough one. Both of these teams have lost six in a row. Um, basically, both shot themselves in the foot as far as the playoffs go. And Tua, like Lamar, is totally in question. Even if they did somehow win this game, what's the scenario here? The yeah, the Pats lose, the Dolphins. Pats get lose, in. Dolphins can get in. Yep, and they play at the same time as the Pats. So I mean, that's possible. I don't even know if Mike White is ready to play now, fellas. So you might be seeing Strevler. Yeah, I don't know that they're going to play Flacco. So I think you might see Strevler, which might be a lot of fun. And probably gives the Jets the edge. <laughs> so, um, but you had the edge. Of you like the glory. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm going to pick the Dolphins. Because I am pulling for I would like to see them. I would like to see Tua make a, a miraculous recovery. And then for the Dolphins to play well again in the playoffs. Because so, it is so fun watching Tyreek and Waddle and Tua, you know. That, it, that could be something fun to watch. But I do want to mention something to you guys that I, did, I forgot to mention the very top of the show. I was listening to Wayne Krebet does a podcast, and he was talking about that. And, I mean, I hadn't – sometimes you forget. I know I remember Al Toon never coming back from concussions, and that was the end that's of right. Al Toon. But mm-hmm. I had forgot that that's what happened with Krebet that he got a last concussion, he went home, and his wife said, We're, you're done with football, and he never went back to the facility. Well, that's because um, didn't Krebet have like five or six? He had a whole had, ton of them, didn't he? He had 13 documented oh, concussions Jesus. over the course of oh. his career. And he says it does affect him. And he does the podcast, um, gosh, I wish I had remembered I was going to do this. Uh, I think his name is Robbie Sable. He's been covering the Jets for a long time, and they do a podcast together. And you can tell in a way that it might, I think, and I, I it kind of clicked with me that it's kind of part of his therapy, you know, because he had oh, mentioned yep. that he has memory issues and everything. So as far as Tua goes, I kind of like there's a big part of me when it comes to that stuff, which is separate from what happened uh, this week that Tua we like retires because he probably had four concussions this year. Um, but that's all I have to say. I'm done. Yeah. But what I have to say is this is the week of Mike White. <sighs> University of Georgia head men's basketball coach Mike White just got a big victory against Auburn last night. <laughs> I just read that Mike White is working on season three of the White Lotus. Yep. And Mike White is going to lead a victory over the Dolphins only because I think the Dolphins are going to win. So give me the Jets minus one and a half. Nice. <laughs> I was, you know, I was thinking about changing my pick, but I'm not. You want to know why? Because I have no idea. But Skylar Thompson is awful. Uh, well, here's, a, here's another not so great game. I'm going to tell us about the uh, six and ten Panthers going to play the seven and nine Saints. And I have not, even though the Saints beat the Eagles last week, I think that was their last gasp. I think the, Pan- the Panthers beat the Saints the last time they played, and that was with 
Baker Mayfield at quarterback. And the Panthers are, are still playing well, even though they collapsed against Tampa. I, I think the Panthers will run over this. I think the Panthers are going to win this game. What's the spread? Oh, Saints by three and a half. Sorry. Thank you. Um, this game is completely meaningless, correct? Correct. There are yes. no playoff implications. This is just for testing out Everybody players. Everybody's a goals. Drafts. Drafts. Drafts people off. trying to keep their jobs. Yeah, Steve Wilkes to try and keep the get the interim label taken off of his mm-hmm. name for coach. Um, I'm going to go with Sammy D. No, I'm not. I'm going to go with the Saints, man. They're on fire. <laughs> Sammy D. <laughs> what did the Saints do last week? They beat Philly 20 to 10. Yeah, they oh, that's right. Fire. Sorry, I just finished Blackbird. I'm going to talk they, like this the rest of the pod. The week before that, and they, they beat Atlanta the week before that. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> They're on fire. They're on juggernaut fire. right now. So, they're yeah, they're going to win. So give me the Panthers minus – or Panthers plus three and a half. A high A. I'm going the Saints. I want to go the Panthers, but it's in the bayou – it's you know Andy Dalton could be his last starting game. I think Taysom Hill shows up. The Red Rocket no, Rifle. I have no idea, but I'm taking the Saints. Well, Axel, you get to tell us the Steelers are still alive. Mm-hmm. They need the Pats and the Dolphins to either lose or tie. And the, and they need to win, and they need to beat the Browns at home, where the Steelers are favored by two and a half, which is very probable. Um, and all those games are taking place at the same time. Right? They're actually happening right now. Oh my god! Everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, I am hey. pulling for the Steelers in this game, and ultimately, they are the team that I am pulling for. Maybe we should all say what team we're all pulling for like that last slot. And for me, I'd like to see Lachlan be happy and the Dolphins take it, but I don't think two is coming back. So then it's kind of worthless to have the Dolphins in the playoffs in that case, right? So I personally, um, and the Jags, it's kind of far off. Even though I do like them, uh, or, I mean, if they lose. So I'm going to go with the Steelers because I kind of would like to see the Steelers make, let's go, let's do a quick one. Just want you tell real quick, Brett, which team would you like to see? Take that last slot in the AFC. Uh, not the bats. You'll listen to the Atlanta Falcons podcast live. Um, I kind of, I kind of hope everybody loses and then the Jags get it. Oh, even by so losing? you want the Titans and the Jags to get in? Okay, then. Okay, yeah, solo. You know, I know I'm supposed to hate the Steelers because I'm a Cowboys fan, but like I don't hate them. Yeah. I love Watt. I love Kenny Pickett. Tomlin is like probably my favorite coach in the NFL. I'm pulling for the Steelers. Nice. Um, even. Yeah, I'm going with the Steelers. Plus, uh, since I'm here, I'm taking the minus two and a half anyway. So I'll just let the the, the, the fandom know. But 
Oh, yeah, um, I forgot to say uh, Browns plus two and a half. Opposite. You're either going to go undefeated or <laughs> I don't know. How about you, Ando? Oh, are you taking this or do you think and you pick your two solo or? Yeah, yeah. I, I figured because I'm rooting for the Steelers, I'm taking them too. Got it. Well, you know, that last spot, I hope for Lachlan's sake, the Dolphins do make it, but I had a real hard time embracing the Steelers when Big Ben was the quarterback. I love Mike Tomlin and I liked a lot of players there, but That's a lot a of great stuff about point, Big Ben rubbed me the wrong way. Uh-huh. And now that he's still gone, rubbing me, yeah. Well, he's always rubbing something from what I've heard, but that's a different yeah. story. But the St- I, I like the Steelers. I love Mike Tomlin. I've always like I've, I know I've said this before. I think he's one of the most underrated coaches of all time. I mean, he's and, and he's still one of the best of all time too. Nobody can deny that. I mean, if he wins, it'll be his. He'll still have never had a losing season. I mean, he's got that going. He's obviously still into this team. He turned this team around. They were a dumpster fire at the beginning of the year. And they're they're competitive. I think they would make the playoffs fun. That's I, I love Kenny Pickett. I love Pickens. I I want the Steelers to win this spot, and I think they will win this game. Cool and cover. Yeah, yeah, and the Franco stuff. Like I, I as you guys know, I, I love. I mean, we all we love history of the NFL, and we grew up on NFL films highlights, and just and I just the Franco thing just really like. Oh man, like. It's just been like, so I just, I don't know. I'm in a weird way. I'm hoping there's some Steelers magic there, but you're right about the big Ben thing. Cause I loved Ben at Miami of Ohio and I, his rookie year, I actually was rooting for him. And then when I found out about the bathroom thing and all those things with, you know, then a lot I kind of the same it. thing, a lot of the same things that the Browns quarterback is currently accused of that same yes. kind of stuff. And I, yeah, ever stuff. since that stuff came out and it seemed credible from what the stuff I had heard. And I'm like, I just can't embrace that team. Cause I don't like him. So I'm glad that he's gone. And I just, so I can like the Steelers again. Well, karma got him too, with that bike. Remember that bike accident where you like his face had to get reconstructed oh, and all that. Not about that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, you know, karma will get you. He was not wearing a helmet. No. But anyway. Of course. <laughs> okay, next up, Brett, you get to go first. The uh, Chargers, if they win, they are locked into the five seed where they would get a date with the AFC South champion. They are going to Denver. Broncos favored by two and a half. That can't be right, is it? Let me double check that. Yeah, one. double check that, Ando. When when did you pull these? You're already doing your. You're doing a reverse Brett line now. I ch- I checked them like half thinking? an hour before we got no, on. Okay. Are they, because... I thought this Broncos by thinking... two and a half. Yeah, still still the line. Are they thinking the Chargers aren't going to play their guys because they clinched? Chargers. Think... Well, you know what? This is the late the game. If the Ravens oh, lose, yes. yeah, in the fir- in the first game. The Chargers will have clinched five. That's what I was going to say. Oh, uh, okay. So they're banking on that. Every, yep. And everybody's thinking that the Ravens are going to lose. So yep. they don't have okay. to win. They're not going to have to win the game. And then strange line. Nobody's going to play. Um, but then still the Broncos have to play. <laughs> still the Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> well, though, I mean, you guys heard Russell Wilson, that freaking press conference. Did you hear he talks like such BS. Yeah. Like these and guys I, are fighting. We're fighting with each other. You know, yeah. He's like, you know, this team has got, you know, everyone's got my back. When, when, when they gave me encouraging words, it felt so good. 
Why? Because it, it was just, oh, it's all, uh, eek. bathrooms. <laughs> well, I, I wish him the best. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to take the Broncos minus two and a half. Ooh, I, I, um, I don't care. I, I hate this Broncos team. Uh, I'm just taking the charges, even if they're playing Charlie Whitehurst, whoever they're freaking Chase Daniel, wherever they have Easton Stick, whatever they have, I'm still taking it. I'm going to take the charges. Yeah, well, now that uh, Russell Wilson has tied his amount of bathrooms with his team's losses this year, his losses are now going to surpass his bathroom total where the Chargers are going to win this. Um. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I'm I'm kind of uh, thinking. Humada, humada, humada. Who, <laughs> if uh, Bobby Abair <laughs> doesn't play, who uh, who plays for the Chargers? Who is the backup? Does anybody remember? Um, Stetson Bennett. <laughs> 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 what a name i told my wife i was like want to hear a quarterback name stetson bennett that's such a like texas name the fourth um chase chase daniel is the backup okay chase daniel he really is yeah he really is number two down the death chart that dude has had the best career he doesn't play and he gets millions of dollars well, oh my God, what a life! I don't think that the Ravens are going to win, and I and thus I don't think the Chargers have to win this game. But I still think that they will, so I'm going to take the Chargers. Well, Solo, the uh, the Giants who are locked into the sixth seed, oh. probably not be playing anybody, are going to play the greatest team on the planet. Right. And the Eagles are favored by 14. And yeah, this, this. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, Axel. I want to hear your thoughts. No, no. I was just going to say because the Giants are locked into their spot, right? So. Yep. Giants yeah. are locked in. Yep. It doesn't. They, they can't improve. Anymore. Yeah. If you listen to my take earlier in the pod, yep. uh, yeah, I said the same thing, but which you, you normally do. So it's that's how I learned about um, it. I and learned all the from teams watching are fighting you, for right? yeah, That's right. Well played, Folo. Um, and the Cowboys what do you say? at the same time, so they're not going to know if they're in the one seat or yeah. not. No, no they're not. It's this. It's this is ridiculous. I mean, Eagles are going to get the one seed, and it. I guess with their schedule, they should have. Uh, it just it sucks that Dallas could have gotten it. <laughs> now you know. Oh God, but they didn't. And the Eagles took care of business along the way with their Gonzaga schedule. Ick Lombardi. Um, so Giants have got nothing to play for. You're going to have a little Tyrod Taylor. And uh, I don't know if they're bringing back Brandon Jacobs to play running back. And Joe Tiki, Morris, uh, I think I saw. Joe Morris. Joe Morris. Oh, oh, my God. He killed the Cowboys. Um, yeah, the Eagles do have a lot to play for. I don't know if Hertz is going to play. He might. He might not. Um, a lot of people saying day ball will keep this game close. Not, not with not playing your guys. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the greatest team ever Philly minus 14. I think this will be a blowout. Hmm. You know, I'm not sure if it's going to be a blowout. I think Tyrod Taylor's not terrible and Saquon will rest, but Matt Breida is not a awful running back. I think the giants will, they're not going to win. I don't, I don't think they're going to, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think they they cover. I take the points. 
I agree with Andy. That's all I got. <laughs> well, this game is in Philly. Giants don't have a prayer, so give me the Giants plus 14. Yeah, there was a game last year, if you remember, the last week it was Cowboys-Eagles, and Cowboys had nothing to play for. Uh, well, the Eagles weren't, you know, whatever. They crushed them. I just have a feeling the same. But I hope you're wrong. I hope, you know what? I hope I'm wrong, and I'm hoping the Giants win on a safety and somehow be- beat the Eagles. That'd be fun. Hmm. Okay. That would be fun. Interesting. But it's not going to happen. But I hope oh. it happens. I get the other 14-point spread. The Cardinals are going to play the 49ers. And I said quite a few weeks ago I was not taking the Cardinals anymore, and I think the the 49ers are hot, and I think they're going to pour it on. I think the 49ers will cover. Um, The 49ers can clinch the number one seed with a win and an Eagles loss. The game is... Oh, so the... Cowboys wouldn't get it if the Eagles lost and they won. Uh, the Cowboys the clinch Cow- with a win plus the Eagles loss and a 49ers loss or tie. Oh, yep. if they all finish with the, yeah, they they're, they fall behind the Niners. Uh, on the Number This is the whole thing. Eagles clinch with a win or Cowboys loss or end 49ers loss. Okay. 49ers clinch with a win and Eagles loss Cowboys with a win and Eagles and 49ers loss. Oh, so they won't so be, okay. the 49ers do have something to play for in this game. And uh, the Cardinals are terrible. But 14 points is a lot of points. So I'm going to take the Cardinals. I think the 49ers are going to win, but not by 14. Fly, Cardinals, fly. Give me the Cardinals plus 14. I A. So that means that. So I A. That means you wanted the. You think the Niners are going to cover? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Niners are going to destroy them. Yeah, Niners are going to destroy them. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm going. I'm going to go with the Niners. I I, I just think they're going to pour it on and just. I, I think they could play a decent game and cover that Raiders game was just the Raiders whatever. But uh, this is another game. I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Niners, Brock Purdy throws five picks and they're, and they don't know what they want to do in, in the playoffs, but uh, I'm going minus 14. Next up, Axel, we got another team that's fighting for their playoff lives. The Rams are going to Seattle and the Seahawks. I the Ra- oh, I thought the Rams were fighting. I'm like, what? Well, they're fighting for something. The Seahawks need a win and they need the Packers to lose or tie and the, and the Seahawks will get in. So the Seahawks are favored by six. Well, the Packers game is until Sunday night. So the Seahawks have to play this game to win, but Baker Mayfield Correct. may have other plans, which are not going to come to fruition. Uh, <laughs> the Seahawks are going to win by more than six points. They looked. They didn't look great against the Jets, but they got the job done. And Geno, man, fucking a, bro. I hope I'm pulling. I would say in the NFC for that final slot. I Ooh. am uh, pulling for the Seahawks to take it. So go Seahawks. I am pulling for the Lions to take it. And, uh, but I, you know, if the Seahawks get it, that's fine. As long as the Packers don't get it for the love, 
Give me, of course, the Rams plus six in this one. You know, it's funny where we were months ago where the Seahawks were talked about as being probably one of the worst teams in the league. And it just goes to show you how, you know, in preseason, we think one thing and these other things happen. Mm. Uh, great analysis there by Keith Solo. <laughs> um, one thing leads to another. One thing leads to another. I watched uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High the other day. I hadn't seen it in a while. Uh, brought back memories. Anyway. Um, uh, From high school? You know, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not that old. Uh, no, but, but what's weird, and maybe you guys know, IA, I remember a scene. You know how Nicolas Cage was Nicolas Coppola? Yeah. There's a scene with him and Anthony Edwards in the bathroom smoking. And it wasn't in this version, this Blu-ray my wife got me. And I'm like, is that, was that cut out? Am I misremembering? Because also I'm like, where's the Van Halen uh, song with the, the animated and that's better off dead. So I was like, what was I missing? Was it, was it the wrong movie? Uh, so I don't know. Anyway, uh, you know, going into this, going into this, I was thinking Rams going to play it close McVeigh and all that, but they, they're just garbage. Um, Seahawks are going to win. I'm going to take the minus six. And also I'm rooting for the lions because I have this fond memory of a great, I don't know if it was a great game. I can't remember, but the lions and Niners played in the eighties. I think it was a division wild card, a division Wayne fonts and the lions miss mm-hmm. a field goal at the end of the game. And I just, mm-hmm. that was, you know, really when I was young, probably Luke or Locke Barry was Sanders. Age. Well, that was later. Um, uh, this, no, this was in the eighties and, uh, and I, and you know, it's just when I was so into starting no, to get on into the, the Lions, NFL, Barry Sanders, he played on there. No, he was, but that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, uh, <laughs> uh you mentioned that I was I, in I, high school in the eighties and 80 and 88, no, 92. <laughs> I was a nice, no, this no, was like 83, I think. Yeah, well, Axel, it's my it's my turn. Um, <laughs> fast times are rich, fun high. Good soundtrack. Whose turn is it? <clears throat> I don't freaking know. I think it's. Um, I was I was waiting for Heath I, to finish. I want to see the Lions Niners play in a playoff game okay. to bring me back to my youth. Nice. I like that solo. <laughs> do you? Do you really? I like it. Okay. Thank you, Barry I really Sanders. Do. I really do. Larry Sanders. I think the Seahawks are going to cover this because they got something to play for. The Rams just aren't aren't very good, and I also hope the Lions uh, get this wild card spot. Even though I am dreading the Pack getting it because they always do. <sighs> now, if the Pack does win and they go, do you think they could beat the Niners? Ando, it's a quick take for next week, but I think I think they could. Because this is my thing, because if the Cowboys beat the Bucks, but then say the Vikings get upset or or the Packers get upset, then they would go to Philly. We could 
I don't know. I don't know. I just like if if the Pack beat the Niners, the Pack would go to Philly, and then we'd have probably Minnesota, Dallas in the divisional round, <laughs> uh, and, and, and the in the freaking defibrillator. We both we didn't need like three of them. I'm I just think. gonna have the ambulance parked in my front lawn. Oh, oh, you know, I guess it's a bad joke now. Yeah, I, oh, I suppose that's true. Yeah, I just realized. Yeah, let's let's. Uh, oh, we, we've been well, using that joke. We've been using that joke because of the because we were calling the well, Vikings the heart heart attack. And we've now never we, been tasteless before, so I do yeah, want to no, chime in yeah. here and say this: that in a, times. a lot of other sports, especially the NBA, people talk about it like it's a new season, and I think we forget that in football. I think once the teams get into the playoffs, anything can happen. That's how I feel. Well, look at last year. Our two number one seeds got knocked off mm-hmm. last year. Titans. I'm telling you, this yeah, Super Bowl could be the Giants versus the Chargers. Oh, the Eli Manning Bowl, or the Bucks versus the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> or the Colts versus the. Co- oh no, that no, it couldn't be. That. It could be the Colts versus the Cowboys. It could be the <laughs> right? Seahawks Maybe? versus the Pats. Oh God, <laughs> let's not. I wouldn't even. I know. I'd watch it still, but it'd be. I'd watch the commercials more. I think. How about, I'd have my arms folded. Be, I would still watch it though. How about it could be the Steelers versus the Eagles? Oh God, that should be uh, Battle of Pennsylvania. The It'll Vikings. be the Jags and the Seahawks, the two most important teams to the NFL playing. You know what though? That first round of Chargers Jags. Herbert against Lawrence would be awesome. Yeah, that's what I like. That I, that is nice, but I kind of okay. I like steel. Okay, go, Brett. You're up. The Cowboys trying to get that, maybe get clinched the division, maybe get a one seed. Are going to Washington. Cowboys by seven. This line is a little bit low. Get, get low plus seven. Get low, get low, get low, get low. Um, Sam Thurston Howell the third is getting his first start. The rookie out of North Carolina. What do you say, Axel? North Carolina. What? North Cla- North Cat. North Cacalaca. Cacalaca. That's what. Cacalaca. Hi, Cacalaca and Compton. Remember that? Hell yeah, Jersey City. Um. I'm going with the boys minus seven, even with Cooper Rush in the second half, or whatever they're gonna do. I I I I I don't think I think Ron Rivera what about Ron Rivera not knowing he was oh. gonna get eliminated or got eliminated or that was rough. Loss. So like what happened because like I saw his face, but I was I didn't really listen and then people was it because he didn't know they go, you know if the pack win or did the pack already win? No, the pack hadn't won yet. It was after that. Oh, the won. pack played late against the Vikes last week. So, yeah, it was it after that. Man, yep. it's kind of unfortunate the way they did these games. It would have been – I liked if they could have moved the times around a little bit, they could have made it a little bit more exciting, you know. But they're all hap- a lot happening at the same time in this one here. Yeah, they do that on purpose because if you find out you're out, then you may not play. True, guy, you know, true that. yep. that's true why that. they do it. And yep, it sucks because right. I would love to know, like, but, you know, you, if if the Eagles happen to lose, then it's like, oh, wait a minute. We have a chance. That's you what know, I'm it, saying, uh, Solo. You have well, I know. And then it used to be like that. And then they didn't want it anymore like that. Hey, um, Andy, <laughs> give it to me, 
you have these marked as Sunday late, but are any of these games staggered in their time? Uh, like I think some... they're no, they're all four twenty-five. Okay, yeah, or one twenty-five Pacific. Okay. Oh, interesting question, actually, because of the O five yes, one. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes it's one o five and one twenty-five. Right. right. Yep. That's uh, yeah. They're all all at the same time. So, um, oh boy. I could see the commies doing something stupid and actually keeping this one close, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to pack it in. I think the Cowboys will cover. Yeah, me too. You're using a lot of pack it in, Yeah, Ando. Are you still no. recovering from concussion over the cheese? Yeah. I was, hit, I was hit pretty hard right in the middle of the forehead. <laughs> With some Wisconsin cheddar. Well, your cousin who denied you those tickets did you a favor. I just got to say. Yeah, you're, you're right. That is right. Maybe I should thank him the next time I see him. <laughs> um, I'm going to agree with Solo, Ando, and IA in reverse. Cowboys, baby. <laughs> Well, Solo, the last game of the week, and it's a big one for that seven seed, the Lions at Lambeau Field, Packers by four and a half. You know, God, Packers screw me and screw me. Detroit, I really want them to win. But... I think, I think the Packers, I mean, everyone's talking about what the Packers have done. What I mean, Minnesota was a good win. I guess the Dolphins was kind of, you know, that was a good win. That was fluky. But that fluky. was, Tua that was the two, uh, yeah, the two or three yeah. picks in the fourth or whatever. And then, you know, they beat the Rams and what the Bears, it, it, you know. Um, but this is a big game for the Lions. And I think even if Seattle wins and the Lions are out of it, they're still going to fight. And they're not going to quit, and they're going to want to knock Green Bay out. So you know what? Screw it. I'm going to take the Lions and the points because I'll be rooting for the Lions. What the hell? Have fun. Well, you guys know who I'm rooting for, and I'm rooting for uh, future rookie of the year, Aiden Hutchinson, to destroy Aaron Rodgers and (laughs) lose at home. Lions win. If the Seahawks lose... This is a win and you're in game for the Lions. It is for the Packers anyway, but yes, the yep. Lions. For sorry. both of them. Uh, yes, I was going to say. Yes, I'm a, sorry. I'm sorry. That's yeah. okay. I, but it's I'm sorry, a, buddy. It's a win and you're in for the Packers either way. Um, Correct. So I think, but I don't think for the Lions, I think they're going to play as hard either way. I think that's what kind of team they are, right? All of those player coaches. For sure. Yep. Coaches that used to be players, I should say. I'm going to, uh, but of course, you know, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. He has to piss on everybody's face and make it into the playoffs. So <laughs> I'm going with the Packers. Piss on everyone's face. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he, do, he, he does something else on my face and I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> Money shot. Well, I like the no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Axel. Yeah, probably. Just all mixed in. <clears throat> Salty. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, we, we, 
I don't know if Brett, I can save us, please. <laughs> we're gonna, Brett, we're going to need to steam clean this couch. <laughs> I was going to say, I like the Lions and I like them to lose. Oh. But that's not true. I like them to win. But that means I need to pick the Packers minus four and a half. I'm going to be looking at Brett's pick so close because I think they're exactly like the opposite of mine. <laughs> that means you agreed. Yeah, that means Brett agreed well, with me. Brett, you're either going to pass me and I'm going into last, or you're going to fall real deep because you and I have 12 picks different. Oh, yes. Oh, it didn't. Yeah, what is the axe? I didn't. Because I, like, I don't like what they do on like Fox when they're picking. They're like, well, I'm five games behind, so I have to go against you. You pick your games. We have seven. Yeah, I agree. We have six yeah. different solo. So we have six different. I think you got seven different, I think. Okay, seven. Maybe I counted wrong. Well, overall, I like that we have some games on Saturday. I think there's some interesting enough games on Sunday. And I do like the Lions and the Packers ending the day. Yeah, I'm going to be watching that. We should do Spotify Live. (laughs) That would be no. Yeah. Um, You know. Yeah, I got to go see Avatar. I've been pushing it, but I got to go set Saturday night, so I'm going to miss the Titans-Jags game. But, but I'll watch it late night. Bring a diaper. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll bring in a couple of them. <laughs> My ass is not sitting in a chair for that long. I know. Um. All right, well, that right. was our It's picks. time. And now it's time to put our feet up on the ottoman oh, no it's, it's no. brett's love seat <laughs> no no it's not even that it's, it's onside kick it's it's if axel chooses to onside <laughs> kick oh okay but you may kick it off the ottoman that may hit the love seat um so axel anything you want to chat about before you go on your sponsored like the love seat sponsored by axel's pee and poop break um <laughs> not really because I do. I do. Next week, we're going to be able. I think next week we'll do our. The playoffs will be set, right? And I hope so. We can each, and I think it would be nice if for us to present a full prediction of the playoffs. That would be fun to see all the way through the Super Bowl. All the way to the Super Bowl. Yep. I like it. Awesome. Hmm? Bracket time. It could all be wrong after the first week, but I think it would be. And all of our records are wiped clean for that, just like in the NFL. And we. It's a whole new season. Somebody, maybe me, perhaps, we got to go back and listen to that first podcast. Yep, I've got the notes already ready to go, so we can do that too. Nice. Dude, actually, you know, Ando's on top of that. Come on. That's awesome. But that's all I have. Um, you guys, I did watch a lot of the college games, but I'll let you guys talk about it because I do have to take a PP. And then come back and join the conversation with your thoughts when you're back. Eh, I'll see. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Axel's going to go watch Fast Times later. He lives on love seat. On love seat. Screw Purdue and what just happened. I lost the pool and now I'm mad. And <laughs> what's up, Brett? Love seat, baby. 
Well, I'm still on a high from that uh, game on Saturday night. I don't know. It was like five days ago, but uh, I haven't quite come down yet. That was amazing. The Georgia-Ohio State game in the Peach Bowl. I was wearing my lucky underwear. I have not taken them off yet. Everybody <laughs> all season. Just kidding. Man. Um, <laughs> The, the the semifinal game, both games, that day was clearly the, the best uh, day that college football has had uh, on their semifinal day. Um, most of the time, I think the average margin of victory for a semifinal game is 21.2 points or something. So the fact that you had two games go down the wire was very exciting. Um, as far as Georgia goes, Fallen behind by two touchdowns in the second quarter, came back, took a lead, fell behind by two touchdowns again in the fourth quarter, and uh, came back and won the game at the end. Stetson Bennett did not look great for the first three quarters, and then he looked amazing in the fourth quarter. Not unlike how he performed in the national championship game last year against Alabama um, when Georgia trailed in that one as well. And Bennett led a couple of touchdown drives in the fourth quarter of that game. He did the same thing here. I think his numbers were in the fourth quarter alone. He was 192 yards, two touchdowns. So that'll do it. Um, Came down to a field goal attempt by Ohio State down by one with three seconds left. A 50-yard attempt literally as the ball is dropping on midnight on the East coast for new year's Eve. Wow. It goes, the kick hooks left and uh, Georgia hangs on wins by one 42 to 41. Did y'all catch that game? Yes. I watched both. <laughs> they were both. Well, I didn't see all the Michigan TCU game, but the all four, both games were awesome. Awesome games. That's, I mean, it's hard to even know where to start. They were so good. I mean, the, the one question I do, I, I have with that really, I wish they would either define what this rule means or eliminate it was, what do you think about the targeting call? That was not, that was pulled away from when Harrison got knocked out of the game in the end zone. Harrison Ford. No, Marvin Harrison oh, Jr. Oh, 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 oh yeah. And there was, well, there was also one in the, that, and they ended up having to kick a field goal. I think they did not get the touchdown on that one. It was late as late right. in the game, I think. And then I, I think, another targeting call that went against Michigan too, that was not called that they both look like obvious. To, and I mean, I've had this frustration with college all year, that that's just not a consistent call. Cause I mean, it's, I know, I mean, I know you're going to try not to be like, I mean, you're not going to be biased, but like he left his feet and like hit him with the crown of his helmet. Isn't that what targeting is? I don't, I, not that I have any one at Ohio State to win or anything either. That's just, I just, that kind of well, stuff frustrates me because the rest of the games were amazingly referee refereed, I thought. So that's not what I saw, Andy. Um, uh, he hit him with the shoulder, is what I saw. And I think that's what the referee saw. Um, you don't think that the, the, he hit the helmet too? I'll have to watch it again then. Yeah, watch it again because now nah, I saw him. He his shoulder hit his, I think chest, or maybe his shoulder. I don't think 
I don't if the helmets hit each other, it was incidental. He definitely wasn't leading with the crown of his helmet, though. He was leading with the shoulder. That's what I saw. And I, I assume that's what the referees saw, which is why they overturned it. Although, who knows, because the targeting call in the Michigan game definitely looked like he led with the crown of his helmet, and then they overturned that call, too. Or they, I don't Almost, know. I, I hear Capital One commercials. Oh, that was mine. I oh. don't think you guys can hear that. That was my bad. <laughs> I was trying I was to like, look up Jennifer Gardner in my living room. I was trying to look up the the uh, the play because I was going to look. I never lo- I never watched his shoulder. I just looked at the helmet. Yeah, I'm watching I think it right the, now. I think the referees got that one right. Um, but the one at, at the Michigan TCU game that ended the game that they ended up not calling that. Yeah. Did, did you think that was targeting? I thought that was targeting. In fact, I I called I it too. I called it live, and there wasn't even a flag on the play. And I'm like, "What is the dude doing? The play is over. The game is over, and he's going in late." Well, they did decide to review it, and I'm not sure why they didn't uh, throw the flag there. Uh, now, I don't think it affected the outcome of the game. Because they still had like sixty yards to go to score a touchdown, but however, you know, when I see it from all the angles, there's only one angle that really looks like he leads with the helmet. All the rest of the angles, you're right; it looks like he leads leads with the shoulder. Yeah, I I think that's what I think that's what it was. I mean, I I try not to be biased. Um, so, but I think that's I think they got that call right. Yep, I think I think you're right. I I mean I. I maybe didn't see all the replays at the time, or so I definitely didn't wasn't paying close enough attention at that point because I immediately I I think I just saw the one where he got cracked where it looks like because there's one angle from the back where it looks like he hits helmet to helmet, but if you look at the other angles, he does not. So I can see why. Okay, well, never mind. Then that actually was a good call. And it was a hard enough hit to where he was knocked out of the game, but I I think he wanted to come back in and they wouldn't let him. I think the yeah. doctors would not let him. So I don't yeah. know if they if they did get a concussion or mm. they're just playing it safe. Well, and I do think too that the refs made some amazing calls in both those games. Even I think I even texted on one of them a couple of the replays that they actually overturned the replay like they should. I don't even remember what the plays were anymore, but there was a I like I think one of them was a touchdown about. catch and the um the play where uh Georgia's tight end. Oh my god, his name is escaping me right now. Blake Bowers. Yes, Bowers. Is that his name? Yes. It was a fourth. It was a fourth down, and fourth and two, I think, um, from like the eighteen, or I think they were inside the red zone. And Kirby decided to go for it instead of kick the field goal. This was the fourth quarter, and they were down by fourteen, beginning of the fourth quarter. And Bowers um, catches the ball. Go. He's going out of bounds, and it looks like he's short. And I actually thought he was short. I thought, and they called him short. So I thought they got it right, but they decided to review it. And I think I learned something here because where the ball crossed the plane of the sideline, he was short. But where the ball was, the yard line that the ball was on when he went out of bounds, he was past the first down marker, which I guess Mm -hmm. is the rule. So if that is true, that that's the rule, then they overturned it and got it right. Yeah, it's and, the ball crossed the plane of the sideline. He was short, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it was a gimmick that they were talking about or if it was actually like they had some that laser thing that they had on there that I've 
I don't know why the NFL can't do some of that stuff. It seemed like they actually had some newer tech in the college game than they are using in the NFL, which is frustrating. They had that replay right on the the first down. I like, was it in the the uh, chain thing? The first down marker was actually in. They looked like a camera was in that thing. Yeah, it must have been like a zoom in, and you could see a little bit of grass between. Yeah, his his hand and his knee, and the sideline. And then you see the ball, he outstretched the ball before he went out of bounds. So it was like the perfect angle. And uh, it was enough to overturn it, thankfully. they Now, they did blow that opportunity. They had a seconding goal from the three and a very bad lateral. Uh, oh, by I forgot about that. Which all he had to do was either throw the ball forward or like the play call was dumb, but the execution was worse because if, <laughs> if he throws it forward, it's an incomplete pass. It is third and goal from the three. But because it went backwards, <laughs> we had to pounce on it on like the 16-yard line or something. So it had to settle for a field goal anyway. But, um, you know, if they didn't overturn that, we would get zero points out of it. So that was a crucial call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I, I was very impressed with the refereeing in a lot of the college games this year, which – I mean, the, the bowl season games anyways, which I was pleasantly surprised at because yeah. refereeing across football has been so inconsistent this year. Yeah. So that was uh, that was a thrill for me as a Georgia fan. Um, just two heavyweights yeah. battling it out in the playoffs. You can't really ask for more than that. Yeah, it, you know, and, and, and I, again, I think TCU beating Michigan was really good for college football. Because last year we had Cincinnati and they got crushed. It um, and, and it just seems like everyone's like, oh, that fourth seed. And it, I think it's good knowing that a TCU can be in a championship. And it's doesn't not going to happen all the time. But I because I mean we've just been so Alabama, Clemson, Georgia <laughs> last year. I know you love it, Brett, but you know what I mean. It's just as yeah. a just a fan, it's tough. I mean, we do want to see. It's weird because it's like. Even in the college basketball tournament, it does seem like everybody – we do want to see the two best teams play. Um, and – but, you know, was Michigan really the second best team? Um, was TCU even the – you know what I mean? I mean, I, you know, it's really – but I'm glad that they settle it on the field. And I, what, what made me shocked the most that the amount – of big plays TCU had and how the Michigan defense just couldn't stop them. Yeah. That amazed me. Um, I and think I, in the Ohio state, Georgia, I think the better team did win Georgia. It was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Um, but, you know, and I think Georgia should mop up TCU. Uh, I could see it being sort of close in the first half. And then it just, I, I don't think TCU is going to have enough gas against Georgia, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, hopefully it's a good game. You know, it it makes me excited for the twelve team playoff because you're going to yeah, see teams that are not the same four or five teams you see every year. That's exactly uh, what I'm. I'd like it to, and you're, we're going to see matchups we haven't seen either. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm most excited for. Like honestly, like well, TCU Michigan, we never, you know, that's something we don't see. You know, like I lo- I want to see those matchups, and I want to see these small schools now. Granted, they may get mopped up, 
but I want I want them to have a chance, you know, because you never know, because it could not the first year, but it could change the landscape of like now there's 12 teams that make it, or it's like, hmm, I can go start at yeah. uh, an I East think Carolina I, and possibly, you know, I, I mean not East Carolina, probably a bad example. Well, you know what I mean. Like that I expanded, can go, yeah, the expanded playoff and with all the the transfer portal stuff. I mean, yeah. somebody from a, a mid-tier, con- low, a lower conference that could get in going, going undefeated could go to the guys that are fourth string at Georgia or Michigan or uh, Michigan or Ohio State and say, hey, do you want to sit on the bench for two years or do you want to come and start right now? I mean, yeah. the, the, I think it could hurt the depth at some of those bigger schools. Yeah, I, I think so. So um, championship game Monday at uh, 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific. I think that's earlier than, than most season, uh, seasons. Yeah, that is early. Huh. But I, hopefully I don't have to tell Axel to uh, watch that game. That is, that is, uh, I hope not. I don't think there's any F1 races on Monday night, so <laughs> he's probably available. There's no Monday night NFL games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish I could be in Vegas with uh, the Extra Points crew. Uh, oh yeah, they're doing Sal a live, and, live yeah, thing. They? They're doing a whole like weekend. Yeah, I would I would love to join and meet a lot of those guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can't I got to get a movie done. <laughs> I got to get a movie finished so I can't go, but uh yeah, it would be a lot of fun. Uh Yeah, so one thing about me you know not bartending anymore is you know, there's so many sports that I don't miss or that I'm with a, you know, a group and we have a good time watching. Uh, it was so funny. I'll tell you a quick little story back at, not back in high school, but back when Tim Tebow <laughs> and the Denver Broncos beat the Steelers in overtime, that 80 yard um, Tebow throw. Yeah. So this guy is at the bar, this guy Chester and, it, and he goes, you know, I'm going to go out for a smoke break right at the beginning of overtime. <laughs> and he walks back. And he comes back and the game's over. He goes, what the hell happened? So we recreated it for him. <laughs> um, so were you Demarius Thomas it? running the 80-yard route? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, it was so funny. He missed the whole thing. He went out for a smoke, and it happened so fast. That's it's like, that's why you don't smoke during playoff games. <laughs> that's like me missing all the f- uh, college football talk. <laughs> oh, well, you're, just, you're back just in time for us to talk about the pool a little bit. Oh, okay. So, Who won? So oh. Andy won the pool. Nice. Congrats. <laughs> Keith, Keith was in the lead for almost the entire season. Um, oh, but, sorry, Solo. <laughs> story of my life. Came down to the last day, the last couple games here, and uh, Heath did not have LSU, whereas 21 people had LSU who ended up winning by a score of 63 to 7 over Purdue. In the <laughs> a margin of victory of 56 points, which is double the second largest margin of victory, which was 28 points by Memphis. So that just skyrocketed everybody that had picked LSU. That me. So Heath dropped to 13. 13th. I was 9 and 1, and I didn't pick that stupid game. It's amazing how one game like that swung it all. I mean, yeah. Ugh, was but the other, the other bit of this, the drama was that because Miss, Mississippi State beat Illinois, they're up by a field goal, uh, and <sighs> Illinois, as time expired, did the whole lateral loo play where they tried to 
score a touchdown from their own 20 or whatever. And the lateral went awry and Mississippi state picked it up and scored <laughs> on a touchdown with no time on the clock to win by nine instead of three. Well, that I thought for sure that brought, I was done at that point. <laughs> that brought a, a fellow named rich into a tie with Andy and rich had USC in the cotton bowl. So it all came down to the cotton ball. If USC wins, Rich wins. If Tulane wins, Andy wins. Well, USC was up by 15 points with four minutes left. So, you know, game over, right? Tulane scores very fast to cut it to, they kick the extra point. So they cut it to eight. The ensuing kickoff, USC dude fumbles it out of bounds at the one yard line. Two plays later, running back is tackled in the end zone for a safety. Now Tulane is going down by six. And this is like some Bills Vikings shit going on here. Yeah, yeah. So now they have like a minute forty left or something, but they're getting the ball down by six. Well, they end up they convert a couple of different fourth down conversions on this drive. They end up scoring (laughs) a touchdown, which was originally ruled an incomplete pass. That was one of the other ones they got right. Yeah, the The referee had a bad angle on it. And they went to review, and sure enough, the ball never touched the ground. Touchdown to Lane, kicked the extra point. They win 46 to 45. Andy wins the pool by one point. Damn. So, congratulations, Andy. Yeah, it thank was, you. And I was the only one who picked Tulane. I just needed them to win by 60. <laughs> that's a moral victory that. solo you got. Yeah, very moral victory. Yeah. You know, that's that the other game we didn't really talk about, too, that was crazy was the UCLA game. I saw ESPN said something that USC and UCLA both with 30 seconds left to go in their games had a night, both had a 97% chance to win and neither one of them won. <laughs> they both lost. <laughs> cause that, that UCLA game was big for me too. Cause I thought that was, I thought I was gaining a bunch of points cause they should have won that game by 30 points yeah. and they just, they just screwed themselves over. Oh man. It was such a great bowl season Man, it yeah. was one of the best ones I can that remember frickin', in a long time. That freaking LSU Purdue. I mean, Purdue couldn't stop a freaking, you know, a feather. I mean, I don't know. It, it just—it was awful. Yeah, yeah. that was. Terrible. <laughs> they were not good. Like, like I said, that was my biggest advantage. Is I had the misfortune of seeing them play three or four times this year because they're a Big Ten team and they're always on TV around here. And it's—I knew that was going to be. I, I thought it might be two, three touchdowns. I didn't. I obviously didn't think that. But yeah, that was. Well, it was think, like twenty-one nothing right off the bat. I'm like, oh boy, this is gonna, <laughs> this is not going to go well. Oh man, yeah, that was <laughs> that was nuts. You don't. Nobody expects that to happen. Yeah. Well, that's college football for you, boys. The <laughs> oh, Mister Expert over here. <laughs> Lee Corso just stopped by, gentlemen. You know what? The only thing I have to say is Al Rutgers. Michaels was very upset this weekend because Herb Herb Street. He was all Herb over the Herb place. Street. Herb Herb Street. How many? Every time I tuned into a game, Herb Herb Dude, he Street. Did three was, games. Was talking. Yeah. You know, I was going to say something about him. I th- Herb I mean, Herb Street did three games. People have been really hard on. I think he's actually gotten better with Al Michaels. And, but I yeah, agree. he did three games in four days. Yep. Crazy. But in fairness, I love Al Michaels, but he checked out week one. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. He was just not Al Michaels this I year. Think, he, the, I think that they're going to move um, uh, Fitzpatrick into the booth next season. I think Al Michaels Al? will do one more season. Yeah, he'll do one more season. I think Al's going to be on Celebrity Rehab. 
Well, these yeah, these Thursday night games are not going to be as good as the Sunday night games. Or no, what was he? So what was he? Let me tell you something, Al. Oh my God! Let me tell you seriously though. Was that game with Collinsworth and with, who is it? Tarico. Yeah. Yep. They were Syracuse's own Shane. What game? What game was that again? Wait, hold on a second. Let Baltimore. Me. Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Oh yeah. Oh my God. He was like, "This is their defense is so tough. This is toughness out there." You know what I'm saying? Like they were just going off, man. Dude, it's like they have to like Collinsworth. It's like they've oh, they have to overcompensate because this year has not been good football for a lot of games, and they have to overcompensate. And it's like it's like perfect example. Um, when you have a movie, like there was a movie with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, and I guess they were trying to make Tina Fey this big, sexy star, and they really, in the script, were like, had to point out how sexy she was. Sexy. See, and I'm doing the Collins of Ash Rush. Rush. Um, and it was like they, they're trying to over, even though I think Tina Fey is, but they have to overcompensate mm. how good everything is, and it's it's just awful. Yeah. You know, and we, you know, but we also don't want old man Al being like, Jesus, I gave up Sunday nights for this, <laughs> well, even though he got pushed out. Well, but. um, <laughs> so that means is Al is not going to be doing any playoff games. No, right? I don't think so. Dude, I think Al, Al was like in pajamas or something in that last broadcast. <laughs> he was yeah, ready to go. go. Oh, we still got a quarter to do. Damn yeah. it. Okay. Well, I can tell you why he came back. According to this article from the Sporting News, he's making roughly $1 million per game. That's worth it. Mm. Yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, I'd go play on Thursday nights or talk on Thursday nights, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's actually pretty good. Definitely. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Yeah, I, I could survive on that. I could definitely. I'll just do one game. I'll be good. Um, they can fire me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Hell, I'll do. I'll do one quarter, and it'll be okay. I'll just show <laughs> one quarter. Cool. Make that dollar stretch, Ando. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right, boys. Well, I, does that bring us to the end of the show? Or is there anything else we want to chat about? This is the end, beautiful I friend. I think the I'm end. trying to look. Is this our longest show yet? I don't know. It might be. No, I don't I think quite. Was a long one? Two twenty-five. Oh, you know what I saw right before we went on? We should give a good luck to Peyton Hillis. He also is in critical condition. I saw that. Oh, right what happened? Peyton there. Hillis uh, saved his him. kids from drowning in the ocean. Jeez. Oh, Jesus. oh wow. No, that's. Yeah, I don't know any details. It, I, I, I saw it come through my news feed like two minutes before we started. So I just I jotted a half note. Oh, down, so I don't yeah. Know details yet, but sounds like he's in critical condition. So. Ah, oh, Jesus. Well, prayers to the Hillis family. Hope he hope he can survive this. Yeah, number forty for the Browns. I remember when he ran over the Patriots. He had that one really good season with the Browns. Madden cover boy after that. Yeah, yeah, he was unstoppable. All right, everybody. Um, Thank you for listening. Check us out at dvrpodcast.com. Don't forget that you can also become a patron at patreon.com. Shout out to Lady Pris and Manny, our newest patrons. Manny will be doing some off-season chats that we've been talking about, so we're going to continue this football thing, but 
Solo and I do have, we got to start planning our rewatch of Mayor of Kingstown. Oh, yeah. Season one, because season two is coming up the 16th. That's like two weeks or something solo. So, dude, yeah, we gotta we gotta get on it. We gotta get on it, baby. Less oh. than two weeks. Oh, Less you know what's gonna since. happen? We're just our preview pod will just be. Is it my turn to Nice. PM dawn. I like it. Little PM dawn style. All right. Well, and our boy Hamish. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Hamish. Thank you, Solo. Thank you, Ando. Thank you, Bretto. AKA BTK. AKA AI. AKA IA. The man with the most nicknames. Letters. Brett. <laughs> yeah, the most letters. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy your football. We'll be back next week to talk about the playoffs. Peace out. Welcome to East New York. <laughs>